You start the intro. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. My gosh. You know, Coach Danger had that winning mentality, man. Coach Dan was just one of the first person, I would say, borderline just arrogant. You know, just that, that character. And hey, we good, man. Anybody who is um, not better than us, they won't beat us. But you're cold. you cold, man. You've been cold, cold. since we were kids, kids. Jermaine been cold. cold. Now you kids. cold. Now you cold. Now you cold. We cold water. <laughs> <laughs> right, this y'all get a room in. Come on, and bro, on, we used on. to kick it every day. When that man get off that bus, I and then they, 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 they pull it down and drop me off. We're going to drop our backpacks off and we'll come outside and look at each other like, What's up, man? What you want to do? You can argue with me, you can't argue with the number, you can't argue with the number. Argue with me, uh, argue with me all day. Oh man, I just, all right, not, not now, go look at the number. So if I if, if I'm lying, I fly it and I'm and I'm real fat, man. I can't fly it. In the church, say everything you need, you can find it in the Word of God. That's an old Cortez song, right? So uh, Jones D. <laughs> yeah. So um, so if, if we believe that, then what I'm dealing with with mental health is supposed to be in there too. Was I good enough to play in the WNBA? Maybe, maybe not. But I also had another option to make money. Yeah. And to make good money and still be able to do what I love. Like, man, like I got family members that that struggle, you see what I'm saying? And like just to be able to to change their trajectory, you know what I'm saying? Like change change they path, but like like break the break the cycle on 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 them living like that, you see what I'm saying? Like, that's my motivation. Like, so I'll, I'll create a beer. I'm gonna freeze it for a second. I just feel like <laughs> so. Um, hey, but 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 the difference is too is like, and I know we'll get to this later. But when you buying that car, they're gonna find a way to squeeze you in that car. If your debt to credit ratio is too high with the house, that's gonna affect your buying power. Uh, I'm always be the better candidate in whatever I do, man. I ain't mad at that at all. And, and what and, and whatever I do, and uh, and one thing about it, whatever I do, I'm gonna have to. Everybody had the same mentality that I have, but that didn't do nothing but open the door for someone else. Because you may feel like that with your approach, but the people that I'm helping love the way that I do things. Is he froze? I'm, I'm good. I'm here. He good, oh. man. What you mean he froze? Like- Welcome back to another episode of Sticks and Stones. Fellas. What it is. What's popping, my brothers? Y'all got it, man. Another yeah. day, another, as you said, half dollar. So yeah, we, we, half here. dollar for sure. Yeah, we got a good show. We got a good show for y'all tonight, man. Appreciate everybody tuning in. Let us know where you are watching from. So <clears throat> man, like, subscribe, comment, share this, tag somebody. Yep, and, and engage. That's it. Why, That's why it. you watching? Why you watching? Tell us one of your uh favorite appropriate moments from Davis Barbershop. 
Yeah, episode 13, straight raising. is on appropriate. <laughs> Stick that appropriate in there. So, uh, you know, we we here with a uh, straight razor, no chasers. So if y'all if y'all uh, doing hairlines with spray paint, you know y'all might want to tune in and uh, you know, expand on that craft. I know it's a new age, but you know we're gonna show y'all where the originality came from. Yeah, yeah. where we like our lines. So I, I think I'm supposed to be doing the intro, man. But really, we're dealing with uh, some guys who. Uh, Really need no introduction, but uh, since we want to keep it all the way G, uh, we got the OG, uh, Anthony Davis, owner of Davis Barbershop. Uh, we got Ken Elkers, uh, down in Senatobia, keeping everybody down there right. And, uh, then we got uh, Roman Big Meach. <laughs> uh, we got. <laughs> Mike, can you push respect? So he told y'all the same thing. Don't call me Little Meach. Hey, 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 I'm gonna tell you like I told him two months ago. It's Little Meach. I ain't call no Big Meach. <laughs> say so real quick. We could not do this. I, I told you I had something special for y'all tonight. We couldn't, you know, got them two niggas there. Oh, excuse me, friend. We got the two guys there. <laughs> it, it, it really, I was laughing one on the total pole at that time, but we could not do this without mm -hmm. my guy DJ. Come on, bring, bring me in. Hey. 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 <laughs> Man, that boy get taller. He get taller. <laughs> hey, 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 me. Hey, me. Guess what, man? What? I knew there was Dennis when I saw his socks. He was, uh, he was trying to lay on his floor. Dennis, what's up, what's up, Dennis? Man, that much. Man. You know about the same height, so you know, no harm, no foul when I check. So. <laughs> Yep. Hey, speaking of socks, now, did nobody know about this but Michi and Andy? Uh, Michi used to come in the shop and he used to wear black shoes all the time. And he didn't, he was wondering why we would call him, what's up, white socks? You know, white socks. You know, like, and I said, Michi just ain't getting it. He'd come in the shop, he had black shoes on, white socks. And he like, no. He said, man, why y'all call me white socks? I said, man, meet you. Wear black socks with your black shoes. <laughs> no, don't. Don't, <laughs> don't come in the middle of basketball player. Yeah. Man, man, what you doing, man? Then he said, oh, man, all right, all right. So we started checking on everybody else. Checking on other folks. Man, look at them white socks, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up, man. But look, we're glad to have y'all on for sure. Um, you know, I know uh, I, I'll speak for all of us when I say y'all are pillars of the community. Uh, when we were coming up, y'all were pillars of the community. Um, you know, father figures for some, you know, big brothers for others. So, you know, it, it didn't start, you know, when we became teenagers and adults coming to the barbershops or whatever, but it started when we were brought to the barbershops, as Anthony mentioned earlier, when, when our, our folks was telling y'all how to cut out hair. I'm mad at me because y'all want this and y'all can't get this. Yeah. <laughs> Lee made me go. Parents already gave you instruction. Cut it like this. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Yep, yeah. yep. But all of this, all of us, all of us started from Mr. Davis. Yes, sir. You know, uh, yeah. I don't think I don't think Michi and Dennis got an opportunity to work with them, but I give them all the praise all the time. You know what I'm saying? When uh, he even had us up on the roof, out in the yard pulling 
concrete, toting barrels, or, or bricks, or whatever. He taught us the the ins and the outs. You know, inside the barbershop, outside the barbershop, how to conduct yourself, how to act, even though we didn't do it all the time. But still, you know, that was that was the start. That was the start of Anthony poured over to me. I got a chance and the opportunity to work with Mr. Davis and then meet you, Dennis, and the rest of them came on in. That was the he is the he is what they call the grassroots of us. The foundation. Well look the foundation. Since, since you already brought it up, Ken, we're going to jump uh, right into the interview, starting with Anthony. Uh, Anthony, just kind of uh, let us know your story. Like, how, how did you even, you know, get started uh, in this thing? Well, I started out as a, uh, shoot, sweeping the floor, bagging the ice and answering the telephone. When I was about eight years old. Had to come here sad and sweep the floor, answer the phone, bag ice, and then... 12 years old, I started working in a restaurant. I wanted to go to McDonald's. And they said, no, you can work at McDonald's, you can work next door. So I had to go to McDonald's and work over there, so. He gave me a job uh, picking up clothes for a cleaner right, Winston King, Mr. King. And I would go out four days a week, pick up clothes, and I'd deliver two days a week. That Friday night on, a, on Saturday morning, Saturday evening, I'd go to the restaurant and work the clothes. And so, that time when I got out, I started going to school. You know, I, I got graduated high school, made it fifth, made a fourth, and made a seventh. I went to uh, Miss South Beauty College. And he was trying to get me to do women's hair because that's where the money was. You can only do one man head at a time, but you can do two or three women at a time. And so I went to school and got my license, but I couldn't comb out no hair. I, I could I could mold anything, but I couldn't finish it up. I couldn't. I didn't have that, that touch to finish and so I looked at statistics. Everybody that made it, you know, doing hair and cutting, cutting hair, I said, I chose to cut hair. But, you know, so that's how I got started. So what, so was that something that you, uh, like, that was that, was that your original plan coming out no, of high sir. school? No, sir, it wasn't my original plan. <laughs> Uh, I, left, I, left, I left home, but I think I was 18 and I went to the surgery and I came back and uh, when I got back, the, the building burned down right before I left. Mm-hmm. And when I came back, you know, we ended up, you know, we, we had the building burned down in September of 84. And so I was going to school to do hair, so I quit school and I worked here from 5 o'clock in the morning, 5 o'clock in the evening until we built the building back. After we got the building in the dry, I went back to school to finish school. And I got out of, graduated in August. I went to summer school and graduated in August. I left, went to the Army in October. Because, uh, you know, I really didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't know, I went to school to satisfy my parents, satisfy my dad. That's what I went for, but that's really what I wanted to do. Yeah. So after, when I came back, I was gonna leave again to go, and he and he 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 made, he made a statement. He said, "I thought you were gonna help me do the bid." I said, "You asked me to help you build the bid." <laughs> he said, "I built the bid." I said, "Well, I ain't here to submit. I heard what you said, so I was trying to, you know, but I feel good." I said, "Well, I need to stay," so I stayed. And uh, but it was a bit. I couldn't have done no better doing that now. Yeah. But it was. I was. I was in the medical field at the time. 
Now, I was a, uh, a medic, and I was going to be an x-ray tech, but need to be, you know, because I looked at, you know, I looked at my dad, he, like like Ken say, man, he, you can't feel them shoes. <laughs> I saw it from, from, he was just waiting for a few years, I was waiting for 20 or 18. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, Ken got a taste, and I got a, a, a good taste, but he was. Yeah, you got, you got the whole meal. I got, I got a snack. <laughs> but I could watch him, and he was black. I mean, we would drive from our house to Chulahoma on Sundays just to buy gas. I said, why you pass all these gas stations going up here to buy gas? Because he had a first cousin up there, which was a black man, Tommy Earl And he would go up there and fill up every week and drive. That was the only place he'd buy gas. Hmm. You know, I saw stuff like that. You know, he was, oh. was pro-black in everything. Uh-huh. I'm glad Dream said he wanted that because it was 10 cents cheaper. I'm glad it was a, a good ring. <laughs> he would pay more. He would pay more just because it was somebody black that done. Yeah, somebody black. He gonna he Yeah, he patronized his people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was uh did, did, did Mr. Davis uh did he start there as well? Right, Daddy started cutting help on a, a tree out of independence. Yeah, and he was like 12 years old. He came to Coward in 1965, and he started working with Mr. Mr. Rat Connor over between Mr. Elam and the Church of Christ. There used to be a little barber shop right there, and that's where he started. Mr. Rat had a son that cut hair, but Daddy had you know Daddy cut him, but Daddy got a mouthpiece on him. He he could talk. He 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 can talk, which all y'all know that. <laughs> but he talked his way in and uh, kept going. You know. He was, you know, I can cut your, he, he used to watch people. He told me one time, every time you cut hair, if you cut somebody hair, you had to erase it. Now, what do you mean erase it? He said, if you don't erase that, you would cut everybody hair the same. Mm-hmm. I don't know, this man don't know what he's talking about. And so once a guy came from another shop, and when he got there, he was there about, I guess about a week or so. Seven out of 10 customers come through, had the same haircut. I was like, God. And they had the same haircut, and I just didn't want to believe it. So then I started practicing forgetting more. Now I can't remember nothing. I come out, but I, I be cut sometime, and somebody might come in, and I try to remember. Who remember. Came, you know, it might be in, in Tracy Chill or something. I be trying, who is it? I mean, and I, I, I hate to look up, try to see, but I can't remember. And then you come in, I want my haircut like. The guy before then, who you talking about? I look back at the book because mm-hmm. I practice so much. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I yeah, you you can see the head in your memory, but you can't remember the person. That's way I that's way I uh, can remember. I can remember who it was. I mean, the head, but I can't remember the face. Mm-hmm. That that's where I started getting to, and that was at a young age. Yeah. So Ken, Ken, you already talking, man. We're gonna jump right to you. How did you start? Uh, I know you, <clears throat> you gave uh, Anthony some flowers early, man, but kind of talk, walk us through your journey. Uh, when I when we moved to Coldwater, I was I was seven years old, and I remember going up to the old shop. This before the, the shop y'all see now, you know, this was the old shop with the pool hall and all that on the other side. But uh, we moved to Coldwater. I was seven. Uh, I was working with Al Hopper, 
cutting grass, raking yards, stuff like that. I ain't never liked working hard. <laughs> and uh, when I got around 12, I wanted to cut hair. My cousin, Stevie Collins, he was cutting hair out the house. And sometimes we would let him come up there and cut. And I kind of admired it. Another uh, legend in, in that is still living is Andre Jackson, Marcel Jackson, Juice. He was cutting, and I looked at his style, and I wanted to cut hair. So I asked him. I said, "Hey man, you will you cut? Teach me how to cut hair." And he he said, "I can't teach you." So I asked Steven. We call him Beaver. Y'all know him as Beaver. I asked Beaver. I said, uh, "Will you teach me how to cut hair?" He said, uh, "I ain't teaching you shit." And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and, and that's what that's what people would you know him, Joy. And uh, and uh, so I got around about 14 years old, and I started kind of trying to mess up folks' heads, you know, didn't know what I was doing. I went up to Wim Earl and I, I was getting a haircut one day, and I asked him, Miss Davis, can I uh, can I work up here? He couldn't have. I said, can I sweep sweep flow up here? He looked at me and said, no. Didn't break a word, just said, no. And kept on back cutting. Hurt my feelings. Hurt my feelings. Because I just wanted to be around haircutting. You know what I'm saying? It, I didn't know it at the time, but it was in my blood. It was in my life. Uh, so I went back and I just started watching. While 15, I started cutting. Uh, I just still didn't know what I was doing. I got around 16. I kind of had an idea. Uh, 17, uh, I went to school. After I graduated, I went to school. I come back, I was cutting hair, going north with working in the cleaner. And Wilmer sent for me. And I remember what he said. He told me no. You know. <laughs> But I wanted to be up there so bad, you know what I'm saying? I just like, shit, I'm going up there, you know. Uh, when I went up there, my first week, it was it was dead. And and probably remember it was dead. All the little minor customers that I had that were coming through the house, it, it you know, it wasn't about nothing. I was when I came back, I probably couldn't five dollars here. But I was, you know, but when you get on the big stage. And you got you up there all day. You ain't you ain't, the hours pass by, and five customers that you may cut at the house ain't doing nothing. You know now you got five customers. That's all you got. We were getting out of the shop at ten, eleven o'clock at night most of the time. Uh, so uh, I ended up. Uh, Will Merrill told me he said, "Ken, you probably need to pay booth rent." Instead of uh, uh, percentage, I started off on percentage. You remember that? Yes, sir. I, I, I started off on percentage. I think it was 60 40 of 60 40. <laughs> 60 40, I believe. 60 40 or 70 30. I think it was one of them. And he told me, to son, you probably need. I think our booth went then was one thing number, probably 45 or 50 dollars or something. What? And I just felt, I just, yeah, it was, it was real. And I was, and I was just like, uh, I ain't paying no forty and fifty dollars, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so Anthony went to boot camp this summer. Uh, this was almost a I almost got a year in, but Anthony went to boot camp. And uh 
I was cutting my clients, and I had built up pretty good then, and I was cutting Anthony clients, some of Anthony clients. And Will Merrill was kind of feeding me some of his clients because he was getting ready to retire. I didn't know it at the time. And so uh, when I got ready to pay him his boot rent, I think I had to give him something like $600 or something. I knew then this shit over with. I ain't paying no more percentage. I said, Mr. Davis, I'm, I'm, I'm going to pay boot rent. <laughs> and that's when I started. You know, but, and I'm going to say this. Mr. Davis was the type of teacher. Yes, sir. He let you learn from your mistakes. Yes, sir. He, if he tell you, if he tell you, uh, you, you, you won't change for 100. <laughs> he said, count, always count your money. And I learned this personally. I, he gave me, he gonna always have a lot of ones. He gonna give you, he gonna give you some fives. He gonna give you some tens. Very seldom he give you 20. So he, he said ones change a hundred. You don't count your money and you go back and, oh, Mr. Davis, uh, you showed me $20. I told you to count your money. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> no discussion. What you gonna do? You can't eat them whole. You know, so that's that's how he talks. He talks by harsh lessons. If he says something once, he ain't gonna say it twice. That's just the way he was. But his daddy, Mr. Paul, I'm assuming was 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 hard just like that. Them Davis men is some real men, man. You know, and I was I'm fortunate to to be raised in the barber field and know them as that as that as that family. Yeah. They may help make me what I am today. I ain't much, but I'm better than what I was. <laughs> yeah. Man, let me on you, man. Big me. Big me. Yeah, let Dennis jump in. We ain't heard from <laughs> you. <yet. laughs> what you say? What y'all mean? How we get started? Yeah, how you get started. <laughs> With the Davis side, barbershop side, or school yeah. side? From the beginning. You told me you want to. Anyway, lost in the shuffle. Um, doing things that had no business. I met this guy, Chick. Chick Barbershop, Holly Springs. Holly Springs. Yeah. And um, I was going to get a haircut. And um, he just talked to me about cutting hair. You know, I wasn't even cutting no hair. I was trying to do other stuff. But anyway, he gave me all the information I needed to go to barber school. So I ended up going to Jet Barber College. And uh, got out of school. Tell you the truth, didn't know, didn't know no more. When I got out, and I went. You know, <laughs> so I was dating this, this chick out in Coldwater. And uh, <laughs> I said, why don't you um, Don't say no more. That's enough. That's enough. <laughs> I probably don't know who it is, though. But you think, but it ain't who you think. Anyway, uh, she was, Shop in Coldwater, uh, they have a pretty good clientele. You know, a big, you know, a big shop. I didn't know uh, Mr. David or Anthony them before. You know, I got there. I just met someone that knew them, mm-hmm. and uh, I went down there. And um, like I said, Chick gave me the, you know, the idea to go. But with Ken and Anthony, <clears throat> they helped me um, master what I was going for. And so from there, I was able to leave there. And um, go over to our branch to do my own thing, and that's really basically it is, you know, with me. It's not a whole lot, you know, with my story. Oh, uh, yes, it is. 
We we are we it's a whole lot with your story. It's a whole lot with your story. Oh, like you ain't telling me. You don't come back to you. Hey Dennis, hey Dennis, I do have a question though, man. What's that? I never saw you do this, but I gotta know. But did they think you had to hold a phone on your shoulder? And at the same time. <laughs> one match ran that way too, but you know. And By the time Ken was coming along, he was getting Bluetooth, so Ken had Bluetooth. <laughs> <laughs> like the headset. The headset. The one that the truck driver was wearing. Now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Meech, Meech, how you get started? Man, I got started, man. I started trying to cook when I was about nine years old. Uh, I remember my daddy come home one day and uh, I had to line myself with them double-edged razor. I had to line myself. Mm-hmm. He came in, he looked at me, he was like, who took you to the barbershop? shop?" <laughs> said, was looking like, mama, mama told me, like, yeah, he lined himself. <laughs> I got a whoop. Uh, <laughs> when I when I uh, turned, I think it was about 13, 14, mama bought me a pair of clippers for my birthday and I, I started trying to cut. Uh, I was out east end, so I was like, trying to cut everybody in the neighborhood. Uh, I moved to Coldwater, same thing, took the same pair of clubs, man, started trying to cut everybody in the lane. Uh, when I got out of school, I was like, man, I ain't studying no damn, cutting no hair or hell, I'm going to college. So I went down to Mississippi State for about a year, that shit didn't work out, excuse me, this, this stuff didn't work out. Uh, yeah, you can't be cussing on him now, leave that up to me. My, my bad, my bad, my bad. Uh, <laughs> Came back home and, and uh, still couldn't. I was down in Mississippi State, couldn't. Uh, came back home, was still couldn't at the house, and uh, had started working. I worked for a couple of years, and uh, man, had a little job up in Olive Branch, man. Little had moved my way up, got a little off position. I seen a, a side of corporate America that I didn't like, and uh, I'm like, nah, this ain't for me. I went and uh, enrolled in uh, Cobb College School up in Memphis. So was it Southeast College and uh, man, ironically happened like this. I uh, hadn't been in school. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, keep talking. Keep talking. You got there, Cortez. (laughs) (laughs) What are you crazy? Hey. No hey, hey Dennis, Dennis, tell him come see you now, Dennis. Tell him come see you now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh-oh. Had... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's live. It's live. I told you it's live. Yeah. Well, I, um, I started Cobb College School. I think I had probably been to College School, uh, man, a few months. And I'm at the house one, one Saturday. Uh, I'm actually at the house cutting hair. I ain't go to school that day. I'm at the house cutting hair. And, uh, Phone rang. Dad said, uh, "Me telephone." I got the phone. Like, hello. He's like, what's up? I'm like, nothing. Who this? <laughs> this ain't the day. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm like, uh, he probably said, "Me and Dave." Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this ain't the day. I'm like, who? He like, and the Dave, nigga. Oh, what's up, man? He like, nothing. Hey, like, what you doing? Man, couldn't the hell what's going on? He said, uh, "Man, I need some help up here." <laughs> I took me the phone like, huh? So, uh, he said, uh, I was like, he was like, yeah, I heard you in school. I said, yeah, I just started a couple months ago. He was like, don't worry about that when you can come in. <laughs> I'm looking at the phone like, 
I can do that. Breaking all the rules. Yeah. He said, <laughs> you free? He said, come up here and see me. So I said, okay. I said, I'll, I'll be by there when I get out of school Thursday. So I'm, <laughs> I'm like, shit. So I, uh, I go by that. I go by that Thursday night when I get in from school, and uh, I don't think nobody was there with him that night because it was late. So he said, uh, he talked to me for a minute, like, uh, can you use razor? Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Let's go back to Diddy's on that now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I stopped by there and talked to a man. He, he asked me what I was trying to do. He was like, shit, try to cut some hair. So he's like, can you use a razor? Yeah, I can use a razor. He ain't seen none of my work. He ain't seen nothing. Just, he was like, well, I need some help. He's these so-and-so's, man. They said, 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 said. Okay. He's like, when, when can you start? I said, man, I said, right now, at the time, man, I was working a full-time job going to school. And so uh, I was like, man, I probably come in Thursday evening, Friday evening, all day on Saturday. Come in next Thursday. Okay. <laughs> so I, <laughs> you was in the big league, boy. You was hey, in the big hey, league. Hey. <laughs> so, so you just don't know he had that made my day. And I, okay, I was like, yeah. <laughs> Next Thursday, man, I came in at evening. I think that, that's, that's when I started up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what's up, man. That's so, 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 Andy, whether you know it or not, man, I think you and your dad got a, a big influence on people. Um, I'm just sitting here thinking about the number of barbers who came through cold water, even after these guys. Yeah. Right. You know, think about oh, all the guys. It, 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 it's, it's guys before y'all. Right. That, before me that y'all don't even know. Yeah. Um. Uh, 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 What's the Armstrong boy name? Uh, Chris. 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 Chris was up there. Chris. Marcel cut up there. For us. Yeah. Uh, then the boy dude that was working with Rick. I mean, with uh, Dennis. The one that Dennis yeah. kicked out the shop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he was up there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, y'all don't know that side of Dennis now. He, <laughs> No, it ain't like that. It ain't like that. Before I forget that, then it came in. He said, man, I want to work. I want to work with you. I want to work with you. You know, I said, okay. He came in. We got started. I said, can you use a razor? He said, no, I don't think I'm going to use no razor. I, don't use, I said, you ain't going to use no razor. You ain't going to make it in here. That's what I'm talking about, Andy. That's what I'm talking about. You ain't going to make it in here. He said, oh, I'm going to try it anyway. I said, okay. The first customer said that. I never forget it. Both days. Yep. I'm not miss it. Yep. Sit down, then it wrapped him up and everything. He said, How you want? It? He said, I want a shaving line. He said, Okay, I don't use no razor. He said, Oh, he got up, took it off himself. Then he got up there in the mirror and started practicing with himself on the race. So I shaved himself with the race. Listen, but, hey, I did not know being from Coldwater where everybody used razors going to the military to all these different barbershops. I thought that was the standard. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I started going to, I was in Georgia, everywhere I've been, so many places down use raise. I'm like, what, what is this? Yeah. Then, they yeah. charge $10, then they charge $10 extra to do it. Yep. But but a lot of them just didn't, didn't use razors, period, though. They, nah, had yeah, the they, didn't. they didn't use it at all. They had the clip real shop. And, and even when me and then was, I mean, me and Amicia were talking about this today that, uh, what Bob is doing it now, they didn't got away from the shaving machine. You know, 
uh, we had to have this. That was standard. You know, we had to have uh, a laborizer, you know, because now these guys, they, they got the spray line and they got the, the spritz and the alcohol and, and, and what it done is it's drying their skin. But all you got to do is, like Mika said today, wash your hair and you get the same effect. As you put the lather on, you're going to shave everywhere else and and it's going to dry you. You got, to, you got your, your, your line. You know what I'm saying? But we was taught to cut it right. You know, I was taught on the wheel mirror how to shape an afro. I was taught on the wheel mirror to be steady. I was taught on the Anthony to get your stuff right. He'll call me on the phone. You got the left side. No, bring the left side up. Whisper like a mother. Get out the phone. Like a <laughs> Ain't nobody heard nothing. Neither one of y'all said. Uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> he called me on the phone. My, my line ring. I picked up. Uh, bring the left side up. <laughs> but honestly, honestly, what he did, what him and Will Merrill did for me, it did the same. I, I did the same thing to the guy behind me. Yeah. Did to meet you, did to Dennis. I really had to do with the dentist. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I come in one Saturday morning. Dennis is cutting a guy hair. I ain't gonna even call his name because he probably got flashbacks. <laughs> I, I see, I see Dennis. He's looking at me, he cutting. He at me. Oh, what, what you looking at me for? He picked up the phone. Oh, I picked up the phone. I, I can't stop his ear from bleeding. You remember that did it? Yeah. I said, I said, don't worry about this. I'll take care of it. I'll take care of it. We packing it. Did it study painting with sister. Packing it. It's still bleed. I said, Dennis, don't worry about it. Just leave it alone. I get Then some of just nervous. <laughs> when that joker got his glasses though, he started cutting. See, he didn't have his glasses at first. And I was like, this boy can't even cut dog hair. You know? But he messed around and got them glasses. He started chopping. Yeah. The man told you he didn't know no more when he came out of school than when he went in. He learned a day of water shop. Hey, know, the boy. He's not lying for real. I realized I needed glasses when I got there. Yeah. <laughs> hey, did it. Uh, you remember you that time you did that relaxing? He watched that man here for 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't relax on the guy. That boy held so straight. He put this on the wall. I said, I cut my three. I said, I looked at that man head. I looked at it. I went all that back. He thought you thought he had a perm, boy. Held straight as a man. <laughs> yeah, the one thing about this, though, he will get on that phone and say, I need some help. Can, can you help me? <laughs> when, when Dennis was there and, and Meach was there, Meach was over there by the in the corner by by Anthony. Yeah. Meech, Dennis was in the corner by me. I was on the brick wall. Dennis was in Weird Merrill chair. So Dennis was my assignment. Right. Meach was Anthony's assignment. Right. It was plenty of days I wanted Meach. You. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I promise God, did it when he when he got right. It, hell, he was he was he was halfway out the door. You know, yeah. I'm like, damn, I hate to see him leave. You know, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey Ken, mm -hmm. you was talking about the uh, the spray on lines a minute ago. 
And uh, uh-huh. I know I came last time you cut my hair was probably about 12, 13 years ago. Mm. Yeah. And um, I went. Oh, about the movie theater. Yeah, oh, about the movie theater. Mm-hmm. I, went, I, I went back to school, you know, graduated, went off to work or whatever. When I was in Ridgeland, <clears throat> went to a barbershop. Dude sprayed my line on. That's mm-hmm. the only barbershop I've been to since you cut my hair. I've been cutting my hair. Are you since, yeah, I've been cutting my own hair. Yep. So hey, you so, need a job? Nah. <laughs> hey, I got and, you. Okay. And, and, uh, nah, and, and I can use straight razors. Not about that. Oh, you can't make it go. Hey, now, nah, but I, I can use one though. But now, nah, uh, now, nah, man, for real though. But we um and, and Mac Mac shy, but Mac cut his own hair too. But it's a few of us out here that, that cut our own hair because because not because we not me. was just interested in it, but to his point about the military, guys weren't cutting hair like they supposed to be cutting away from home. So you know, I, I picked those up myself. I found a the standard, man, but I uh, I went to Afghanistan, and my only off day was Sunday. We worked twelve hours plus every day, and my only off day, the barbershop packed. You gotta wait like three hours. I'm like, bro, I'm not waiting three, four hours on my only day. I get to sleep in. So I was like, mm-hmm. if there's any time to mess it up, I mess it up by here. So I bought like a trifold mirror, start practicing out there. By the time I was out there for a year, I, was, I ain't been back to a barbershop since, really, unless I come home and just just to go. Yep. Just, just to follow the tradition. Yeah, but the yep. standard, the standard uh, in to me now in North Mississippi is high. Even to this day, the standard in, in North Mississippi is high. Uh, now you got a lot of, I ain't gonna even call them fake barbers, they just doing was presented to them today because uh, you know uh i put it like when i was in school i was a track runner uh, we thought we was fast until after we got out of school they was faster you had trio you had chris and chris lewis and all them guys you know they was way faster than us and they was younger and you know these guys nowadays, I can't say they ain't cutting. They just don't take pride in their work like we we like, was demanded to do it, you know. And it bothered me. It, it used to bother me a whole lot when Anthony wouldn't make the other guys get what we got. But Anthony told me one time, he was like, they can't take what we took. And, and it's the truth. It's the truth. Yeah, it's the truth. I had a guy. Uh, I had a guy came in one day. Excuse me, cut you off. But I had a guy came in probably. Ah, uh, it probably been less than two years ago. And could cut hair. I mean, he he had, but he just didn't. You know, I told him more. It's more to cutting hair than just cutting hair. I mean, mm-hmm. it's more to being a barber than cutting hair. I put it like that. It's, it's, it's That's a, right. It, it, me and Ken talked about this years ago. It's the difference between being a hair cutter and being a barber. Two, right, two different things. Right, two different yeah. things. Mm-mm. And being a barber is it consists of a lot, including having tough skin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Being a like- barber is sort of like being able to ride the bus in your hood. You're gonna meet a lot of different people, different sizes, different character, mean folks, nice folks, and all. But you got to be able to orchestrate that. You know how to deal with that. You know. Uh, I used to sit back and watch because I just always wanted to be a barber. 
always wanted to be a barber. I, even when I started cutting hair, I thought I was a barber, but I learned I was just a hair cutter. It was a, it was a big, it was a big shoe to follow. And on the weird mirror days. Ooh, you can't come it, 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 it really, you really can't. And you know, I ain't knocking, hmm. I ain't knocking nobody else like Mr. Anderson, Mr. Armstrong, and the rest of the guys. I ain't, I ain't knocking none of them. But I know Weird Mirror Davis, you know, for being in my life and reflecting down, trickling down on all of y'all. Man, that man was a man. He was in the community. He loaned money. He cut folks' hair, kept the book, but he really didn't need to keep the book. He had it in his head. Uh, yeah, he fed people, you know, that, that, that really didn't even, he did stuff in the community that, that uh, we didn't even have no idea about, you know. He told me when I was getting ready to go, and when I was getting ready to move down to KC, and uh, I, I just wanted my own shop. I just felt like, I mean, I'm ready to go. And he said, you ain't ready. I said, yes, I am. You ain't ready. I said, man, it, ain't, it don't take nothing to run the barber shop. I, I, I done been in it seven years. And he said, you need probably about seven months. <laughs> I'm telling you, hey, she. I was two, three, four years in, and I realized Mr. Davis was right. I should have, I should have stayed at that barbershop another four, five years. You know what I'm saying? Now, uh, Tracy is the longest tenure, and I, I wish Tracy was on here too. Tracy is the longest tenure. Man, under outside of Anthony, <laughs> outside of Anthony, yeah. Tracy is the longest tenure under the the David barbershop barbershop banner. You know, and, uh, all the rest of Anthony made us get out of there. So no, look. I didn't make y'all get out. There. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we, we uh, yeah. we're gonna get to I, that. Okay, mm. well, I, I say that for later, then. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, I want. I want it. He did. Greenberg. I'm on chat. I'm on I got. I got Hey, hey, on what day? He he said, "Uh, hey, we're gonna take a shop trip. What's uh?" Dilly or Green Bay. <laughs> so I, 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 look, I looked, I said, okay. So <laughs> me and Dilly got together later on at the work. We hang out. I said, I said, man, Andy talked to you about the trip. He said, yeah. I said, you going? He said, no, I ain't going this shit. I said, <laughs> <laughs> I said, hell, me neither. I ain't <laughs> Y'all been forming a coup. Hey, we don't team up. We like, man, fuck that shit. We ain't going. <laughs> The next day, I'm still like, go home, tell him, did it? Go home, tell him. <laughs> hey, the next day, did go go up there? Did him like, he got in, we got in, we started cutting good. And he said something about the trip. Did him like, I ain't going. So Andy looked over there. And he said, if you ain't going, then where you going to work? <laughs> hey, he, he looked at me. I said, oh, I'm going. <laughs> 
Hey, me and Diddy, bro. Diddy, look at me. Man, I got to get a hit away from My dad got sick and he he left. I mean, he in deep, you know, in September of 27, 96, he got sick. He went home and he Perfect. called me back about two months later. Well, no, about six months later. Look, look, look at me. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's right there. A $1,250 hey, 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 certificate right there. Appreciate, appreciate you, my boy. I'm glad no, you <laughs> And so, what happened was me, Ken, and then I mean, me and Ken, we were, you know, we we were just in the shop. My dad run the shop, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm just I'm I'm just couldn't help, you know. But when he got sick, I had to step up, and I realized then I ain't got. It. So I started going to class, going to school, business class. I would go to they had class, hair class, but they had business class. So I would go take business class, and I started taking business class. I go maybe once or twice a year. And so, got the thing going. It was it, it was a uh, man. It was ten of us. It was it was eleven of us going to the. I talked. I mean, going. You know, it's twelve hundred fifty dollars a head. But I talked to the, to the uh, my rep and said, "You need to come take a leadership class." I said, "I said, man, I said, how much is that? Is twelve fifty? I said, I ain't got no twelve hundred fifty. He said, uh, "You know, how many you got coming?" I said, "That's I said, I got ten folks. That's twelve thousand five hundred. I ain't got no twelve thousand five hundred to pay nobody." Don't. So I kept talking. She went, she kept talking. I said, let me speak to Mr. Dudley. They wouldn't let me talk to him. But they kept on telling me to come on. I said, look, I ain't got no $1,250 head. We, that's 12, I ain't got no $12,000. I said, we can pay for our trip. We can pay for our stay. We can pay for our food. I, but I can't pay for no class. So they kept on talking, kept on. They never would let me talk to Mr. Dudley. They told me to come. I said, right. they, I went on and said, all right, I'm coming now. I, but I ain't, we ain't, I ain't got no $12,000 off. <laughs> so we that's when they they decided they wasn't going and all that, but it was me, Dennis, and Michi, and it was seven more women. We went over there. We got in class. <clears throat> we sat there, and uh, Mr. Dudley came in, and uh, he uh, talked. He had, you know he was talking to my mom. My mom went, you know, he thought she. He said, "No, you had to talk to him." He said, "Oh, you in charge of it?" I said, "Yes, sir." He said, do they know what you went through to get him here? I said, no, sir. I said that out loud. No, sir. They don't know. He told me he ain't going. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is killing part now. We go over there. We all of them take the class, leadership class. We come back. Within 45 days, did it left? <laughs> <laughs> did it left? We got him a shot. I lost seven operators. Within, I know within 60 days, seven mm -hmm. of them left and went to their own thing. Yeah. Leader. leader. Huh? Real leader class, leader. wasn't it? <laughs> 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 you, you, you were about $12,000. You lost, you, you lost about $7,000 seven a month. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look. Yes, I, 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 feel I, feel hey, I, feel, I feel bad because Diddy was like, hey, you going to out of bread for me. <laughs> I thought about it. I said, man, I said, I can't do that, man. Like, 
<laughs> it's out there that did it. Oh, gang. What if I, I mean, it went four to five days. Then it walked to me. What you think of me? <laughs> what you think of me? What you mean? What I think of you? You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm going. So I'm going. I forgot what you, what you tell me then. I don't forget. Been so long. Uh, anyway, he gave me what I think of. Now, if I told her things, well, I'm leaving. Uh, <laughs> I look. I said, he, what? Probably, he was asking you what you think of him. Do you, do you think of him enough to ask him to stay? That was that was. No, hey, no, no. That wasn't it. Man, made up. You got this, boy. It's pressure. It's <laughs> so, yep. You know, from seven in the morning to. Two o'clock in the morning, that's pressure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That did it, came in. That first week, then it came in. Now he cut. That's sad. That's sad. Now he looking. He's man. What time you close? <laughs> <laughs> I remember one time Dennis asked me. He said, "Man, y'all stay busy." I said, "Yeah, we we stay pretty busy, man." Uh, he's like, "Man, I wish I had clients like this." Right. Yeah, I said, but uh, it, it's 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 rough now. It's it's rough, you know. Yeah. She, but folks are from all over Memphis and everywhere to come down to Coldwater to get help to it. Yeah, but after Dennis started getting folks, he started, man, I ain't gonna be able to get you, man. I gotta, I go, I gotta go, man. Uh, damn, where you gonna go? Man, I gotta go. I gotta take my, my, my girl out, man. <laughs> <laughs> take my girl out, man. Dennis was so strong, but <laughs> I mean, I'm like, my bad. Take that part. 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 Take that Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. <laughs> See, at first, at first, I thought you. I used to hear you at dinner, dinners over there in the hood, like, man, that nigga be tripping, you know, such, such, such. And so I, I yeah. used to, man, that nigga ain't that bad, man. He ain't that bad. So when when you left, Dennis would get y'all got it, y'all got it. <laughs> so and so I, I'm still, I'm like, man, you tripping, man. That, my my boy ain't that bad. My boy ain't that bad. Don't don't fuck with that. So when Dennis got damn left, it's me. <laughs> when nobody there for a while, we ain't. I called Diddy one day. I said, hey, man, y'all motherfuckers want to lie to something. <laughs> <laughs> I put up a little bit, but I ain't put that up like I want to. <laughs> hey, but see, me, you and Dennis, y'all got it easy, though. Y'all got it easy. I remember when I was on the Weird World, he be cutting half. He be cutting half fast. And he cut half fast. I was mediocre. I was okay. I learned to get faster. Man, that flow would be full of hair. <laughs> Women here look at me. Ken, sweet flow. I'm cutting that. I'm cutting the head. That's a sweet flow. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna get it the first time. You know, I do it. Sweet flow. You gotta sweep the whole flow. All right. <laughs> hair fully back up again. Ken, sweet flow. He got the broom over there by him. What's over there? Look at I'm Miss David. It's your turn to see. I say it's the flow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I looked at him and turned his head. <laughs> it didn't mean sweep the flow. You know what I'm saying? So when y'all came, when y'all came, 
Y'all wasn't doing too much of nothing. Hey, keep blow back. <laughs> hey, hey, Ken, Ken, you thought you sleep? That's why you had us sweep the floor, Ken? Yeah. That's why you had us sweep the floor? We call to get a haircut? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, when y'all, when y'all came down, it's just like, hey, man, too slow, man. And see, I think the barbershop was the last of the, the discipline for the young guys in in cold water for us with y'all because when Meechie left and dennis left i left you had and he had got soft then you know what i'm saying <laughs> you know, got soft. Lit, i had run y'all lit. off i needed some help i couldn't run nobody else off <laughs> <laughs> look i come up there one night me and Meechie were talking about this uh all over the floor i come in and i had them shooting pools over the tires i come in and i'm just like uh Hey. Man, I'm looking at that. I said, who sweeping the flow? Her ain't no well. Uh, uh, another guy, he's standing up there. He, <laughs> you know, I, yeah. yeah, I can't, I can't, I ain't gonna call his name. Another <laughs> guy standing up there. I said, hey man, sweep the flow. Man, you ain't, you don't work here. I, said, I don't give a damn who. Nigga, I help build this shop. Sweep the flow. I don't think that guy liked me to this day, Michi. <laughs> look, so so Anthony, um, you you mentioned your mom uh, mm-hmm. a little while ago. Uh, so you were working under in the barbershop under your dad, and then your mom was in the back doing hair. Y'all also had the restaurant sister. going, and your sister, and your sister, right? So let yeah, mm-hmm. so. Um, just talk about a little bit more about that transition, taking over uh, as the owner of the barber shop, and then trying to recruit these guys uh, here. Yep, I like to say when uh, my dad got sick, I had to go. I was going to school to uh, try to learn how to handle the business because I was like Ken. I man, I was just, I was just in there, and when I had to make that transition, that's when me and Ken bumped heads. Ken, like man, you, mm-hmm. you know, you know how you know we young. That's what gonna happen. Mm-hmm. You know? when, you, when the position change, your attitude change, and so, yeah. and so that's when Ken decided to leave. Did did I remember Dennis said, "Man, if, if Ken leave, he gonna take all the customers." <laughs> 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 so Dennis, you just sit on that cut out. You, you gonna see what gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> Ken did leave, and then, but I remember Ken. You remember when you first went out there? He Ken went out there and, it, and, it, and it, he started cutting it and, it, and everybody flocked in on. He shut the door and went to play bill. He couldn't deal with it the more. He had to take time for it to get himself together because it, it, I remember me. <laughs> One day I left Meech in there. I went next door to eat. I went on the corner. I sat and watched him. He had to cut hair. He had to answer phone. He had to make change. <laughs> he was doing them every. When I come back, nigga, don't you never do that no more. Don't you never do that no more. <laughs> <laughs> it's a process. You got you yeah. you to answer the phone. You got to cut hair. You got to make change. You got, you know, it's, it's more than one thing. But yeah. see, I realized when my dad, there was the only black black restaurant, I mean, uh, black restroom you could use in Cold Water at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember back when it was, you go, you go across the front, they got for whites only. You know, I've been cutting hair yep. 37 years. You know, and so, but this was like I could see, you know, what's going on. Black people didn't have nowhere to go to the bathroom if they went at home. They couldn't go 
Then you had to go to Cobb Kelly. You had to go to the back door. You can go to the front. Yeah. You know the wash pot. The wash pot had white only on on the wash pot. Had it painted on the one. Yeah, I would wash it with fine free. Yep. And so you know, I seen a lot of different. You know, a lot of things changed back. And then back then, Dave's Bob Shop was the only Bob Shop. Soda County, Tate County, Panola County. Yeah, really. It was the only shop around. People were coming from everywhere to Dave's Bob Shop because of William Earl Dave. Like I say, he had a mouthpiece. I the barbershop. You had Mister Anderson and you had Mister Armstrong, but right. they was like a silent voice. They they were living in the. Mister Armstrong started with my daddy. Mister Armstrong started with my daddy in cold water. My mm-hmm. dad, they we went to Como. Dad would go down there a couple of days a week to help him get started because he started in cold water. And he went out. I remember we looked. Me and Chris, we were little kids. We went down there when we first moved down there, and uh, he would uh. Start, he would go down there and help him get a business, get it going, and come mm-hmm. back. So, but it was uh like I said back then, it was the only one central. But I, and my dad could talk. He, everybody know my dad. He, he got a conversation for everybody. We didn't even have a radio. When dad left, I put a radio in. Well, when I came in the box, I bought a radio. I was the first one to put a radio in. When he left, I had to get a TV. That's when I found out you got to have social skills. You got to mm-hmm. be in- Entertain your people now, and I didn't have it, and I I realized I didn't have it, you know, because I like no, I got to do something because I, I can't, you know, but I when when dad was in, I said man, don't take them, and you ain't got to talk that much. That's what I was saying. Mean. <laughs> Ball so stupid, Ball so stupid. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so and, then, uh, <laughs> and so, uh, but yeah, and so now they on every corner, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's no business for everybody, but you got to know how to treat people. To be a barber, you know. Yeah, I, I think it was the experience to the Mazio Point, Anthony. You know, y'all had the barber shop side, you had the beauty shop side. It was a one-stop shop. You can get you can get something to eat. You know, you can play the games in the hallway. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, 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 y'all upstairs. Like, you know, it was a lot mm-hmm. to do there. Like that, that you know, artists on the weekend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean that that was we we we'll go out in foot race in the street. Yeah, what? Yeah, barefooted, barefooted. That that was the place to be. I mean, like I was getting off the bus, you know, at the city hall and dropping my backpack, coming straight to the barber shop. Didn't need a haircut, but just hanging out. So it, that was the that was the spot to be. And see, Eric, Eric, them they were so far down in Cottonville and all that. Boat. They went, they, when they when they came well, that far down. down. Yeah, I mean, y'all was always in, in, in the water, man. <laughs> they were so far down that when they did come to town, it was it was like coming to, to the city, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But honestly, it was a home place for family. You know what I'm saying? And it it really helped me become a man, you know, because I didn't have a father in the house. But I had a lot of father figures, Coach Hankerson, Mr. Edwards, Coach Crowther, and the King. They would know I can't can't leave them out. You know, uh, Mr. Isaiah King was the first man I saw chain smoke in the barbershop, and Mr. Davis didn't say nothing. 
He light one cigarette. He would light one cigarette with the cigarette that he was smoking. Man. He didn't say no cigarette. <laughs> Am I lying? Man? You stole that too. <laughs> with a leg crawl. <laughs> with a leg crawl. You see, you see, uh, Gunner King. You see, Mr. Isaiah King. <laughs> so, so I heard y'all talking about earlier about or, or Dennis about the late nights y'all stayed in there. Uh, so, can y'all speak about just the profession and, and how y'all balanced it out with y'all personal lifestyle? She wasn't no personal life then, bro. Ooh. Ain't got no personal life. That one reason why I'm the boy now. <laughs> and and that's reason why I ain't got no personal life. Huh? Where's the bottom of the house? No, no it, it was at the, at the time. So, like I said, my dad, my dad is still in me. You had to satisfy the customer. They had to satisfy. That's, that's all I had in my mind. Satisfy the customer. I had to be there. And that's one thing for us. If you're gonna be a, if you're gonna be a barber or beautician, set your time, but be there. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. that's, the, that's what's gonna make you. If you there when you say you're gonna be there, that's fine. If you own a long the shop open the hour, you say you might not have to be, but long the shop open, to give them an opportunity. Yeah. To get what I, I might not be him, but if. My time say seven to seven. Make sure the door opens from seven to seven. Yeah, and that's the key mm -hmm. to make sure you you there or somebody there. Hey. Well, what I learned off of that part, there. Go ahead, Mitch. Go ahead. Go ahead <laughs> what I learned off of that part right there, um, I learned to manage my time. Cause see, when I came up, everybody signed the book. Yeah, Jordan, Jermaine, y'all came up. Y'all signed the book. We were signing the book on the Weird Mural. So when I got down to KC, I said, I ain't, I ain't signing no book. First come, first serve. When I went to Senatobia, I said, I ain't, I ain't doing no first come, first serve. If you hear, I'm going to do it. And with time, I started evolving. and had guys that were working under me. I saw that they weren't able to work that system. You know, it, it, it wasn't so much that it was an old system. It just was time was changing. And now we then got it to where everybody wants to manage their time when it comes down to getting their hair cut or getting their hair fixed. That's why we got, we didn't slip into this implementing the links where you got to pay, you know, to schedule appointments. Uh, it's so much stuff now. The tech, technology has has tied into barber it's it's more tech technology into he got a cricket like a battery might win there you go there you go no somebody called me oh okay what you were saying Ken yeah you said technology yeah it's so much technology into uh haircut the the craft of barbering has 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 uh been lost, you know. Yeah. But you still got old school like like Anthony and Michi. They still they still around. Me and Dennis, us new school, we uh we still <laughs> we still kicking. Yeah, y'all old too. Hey look, hey look, <laughs> hey look, I don't know if you remember this or not, but um we was little man. You were speaking about that book and signing that book, and uh I came to that Saturday morning. I had my mind made up. So I ain't gonna sit here and wait on Ken all day. Cause I know Ken skipped me last time. And so look, I, I signed the book and I came back in there. And I said, uh, Ken, I thought I was next. You said, boy, you don't take your ass outside and play. 
probably, I probably did. <laughs> <laughs> I think I remember that day. Yeah, I believe. <laughs> hey, I but, believe. I believe. <laughs> Dennis and Anthony, I mean Dennis and Misha, they didn't whoop the, the uh, clients. Ooh, yeah. Romero whooped our clients. <laughs> uh, Andy would, would whoop his clients. I made it a point to whoop my clients' ass. <laughs> Until I came to San Antonio. When I came to San Antonio, I said, these niggas down here crazy. I didn't know <laughs> hey, 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 Mr. Romero had the tightest head grip in the history of man. Man, hey, I used to be getting my hair cut. You had that shit palm so tight, boy. <laughs> man, you hurry up and get me out this chair. Like, like, like a vice strip on your head, boy. <laughs> yes, sir. Back to your point, Ken, though, about how technology done changed the culture of barbershop. It's like, if you don't be careful, it's like people pull up now. They know they got an appointment. They won't even come in and sit down. They'll text you and be like, hey, I'm outside. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And then yep. it's kind of like a lost art almost. To a certain degree, at certain times, uh, kind of glad I, I got the guy. Some of the guys I got in, in the shop with me because they still won't talk, argue, and debate about everything. But like, if you're not coming in, sitting down to experience the experience, the experience it's more like I, I seen some on Instagram about not long ago. Like they'll be sitting over there in the barber uh, tech. You next. Instead of saying, come on, bro, I'm ready to text like you next. Yeah. Everybody on their phone, you know what I'm saying? So it, it technology, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? A lot of stuff as far as the culture of the barbershop. Hey, the same go for you, Ben? You yeah. using technology or, or, or using the bullshit? Yeah, I'm using technology. Uh, if, you keep, if you don't keep, keep then, up. Ben is acting like he's scared to talk. We should look at my talk, man. Y'all always want to be behind the scenes. <laughs> Yeah, he's the sneakiest one out of all of us. Dennis is the sneakiest one out of all of us. Hey, Ken, Ken, go go back to uh, that decision to leave David's Barbershop, step out on your own. Like, what was that like? What was that conversation like with Anthony? With Anthony? <clears throat> See, me and Anthony had already started bumping heads. We were two bulls and one pastor. Uh, we were both alpha males, but I didn't realize that I needed to be the beta at that point. But Wilmer was trying to tell me how hard he is hell. Uh, uh, me and Anthony got into it one time, and uh, we we always would get into it. But here we would still want to shoot pool, want to hang out, want to do everything together. He really was and is my brother but um he said nigga you crazy <laughs> i said you crazy and, uh, he said I, said I ain't gonna get into it because i know i'm gonna have to kill you i said i'm gonna have to kill you nigga. you know <laughs> but we would always find our our core you know what i'm saying but uh it really wasn't a conversation uh it, it was already in the making. That was all. I've always wanted to have my own. I've always wanted to, but I just, and I share this with the same guys now, you know, that uh, you, you have to be, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you have to, uh, you, you have to be, uh, 
you have to almost be, you have to have an Indian. Me, Anthony, Dennis, Michi, almost, it, 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 I mean, you had other guys that come, but they didn't have it in them. You looking at these guys right now, uh, and I'm proud to say all of my, my barber brothers and my regular brothers, the these guys business men. And not just business men, they family men, they people, real people in their community, they leaders. You know, uh we and all this again, all this came from Will Earl. Being me wanting to leave was really me wanting to be like Anthony, me wanting to be like Will Earl. You know what I'm saying? Uh that was me wanting to get my own and show that I can do it. But at that time, I couldn't see that. I was just really, uh, I couldn't understand what I wanted, if, if that makes sense. I just know I needed to leave to, in order to get it. Yeah. So, um, yeah. to double back earlier, you said uh, Mr. Davis told you you needed about seven more years. And then you said it was a couple years later you realized you needed probably about four or five yourself. Uh, what what moment right. or, or situation made you realize that? When I had to close down KC's. When I uh, I only did about four or five years at KC's. <clears throat> me, my brothers, everybody know my brothers. Me, my brothers, Lil Ricky, uh, the influence of Coldwater. Uh, I was making money. And doing a lot of other things too, uh, gambling and everything else, hoarding, you know. Uh, oh. But to <laughs> be, Dennis, did, did, oh, did, 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 now listen, Dennis, <laughs> Dennis, I, I can't. See, I, I knew when I pulled somebody chain. <laughs> <it was, laughs> but no, no, uh, uh, doing when I when I had to close KC, that's when I realized. That's when they settled on me uh, that I had to uh, grow up. I had, I should have stayed, uh, I should have stayed at Davis's a little while longer. As a matter of fact, after I went to Jackson and started at Nissan, I said, first I was saying, I'm, I'm going to work down there. I'm going to work at Nissan five years. When I got there and I started working, I said, well, um, I'm gonna work three years. After about two months, oh. I said, "Shit, I can't wait to Christmas. I'm I'm out of here." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> a public job just never did, been for me because Bobbin is who I am. KC King Cut is what I do. It's, it's what I am. Uh, I'll forever be a Bobbin. I you know hair, hair. And I really went to school for barber styles. I, I used to do women and men, but I never wanted to do women hair. Uh, now, when I got to Senatobia, when I moved to Senatobia, I think that's when I started realizing that I was a, a eagle in a birdcage. I, I needed to try to do something more, do something better. And that's when I started reflecting back on to what Anthony showed me, what William Earl taught me, what uh, some things I picked up from Michi, uh, the conversations that me and Dennis had over the years. Um, and it started to unwind, unfold, lay out, 
like a like a like a, a puzzle. You just finding the pieces. And I ain't saying that the puzzle is complete, but it's the most complete that you know I've ever seen it so far. Yeah. And and before we jump to you, uh Little Meach, uh Ken, I know you and Anthony was talking about <laughs> Yeah. You were talking about when you and Anthony uh, bumping heads and, and when you left. Uh one of y'all, both of y'all kind of walk us through. I know like everybody can tell now on this platform that y'all y'all brothers, as you mentioned earlier. Like how did y'all come back together? Mm-hmm. How y'all got into it when y'all fell out? What was there well, ever a then when was it ever a fallout? Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna tell y'all about an incident one time, and I know Dennis remember this. Uh, we had the headsets <clears throat> at the time I was going to Roslyn Reed, and phone lines just ringing, ringing, ringing. No, I'm on my, I'm on mine, in in, in uh, in the holler. That's phone. Now Dennis over there in the corner. He ain't, he ain't, he ain't doing nothing. You know, <laughs> Ken out's phone. I looked at him. Anyway, you know, that nigga crazy. I'm cutting, you know. Ken. I said, what? Out the phone. I said, you answer the phone. You know, that's how, that's the way we would do it, you know. So he said, uh, I'll come over there and hang it up. So I ain't think nothing about it. <laughs> look up. This nigga done hung up my phone. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I look at it. I said, come back over here and do it again. I will. <laughs> we done went back and forth. I'm talking about it. it was some bad words. We can't see it on here. You know, but, uh, so you can see hey, it. Hey, then we going back and forth. Then we going back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker. You a motherfucker. <laughs> but uh, we, we, uh, I knew, I knew uh, plenty of times that if we, Man. If we ever had locked up, I probably gonna have to kill that nigga. He crazy now, <laughs> uh, uh, and he probably felt the same way about me. But uh, we, we that wasn't the, that wasn't made. What ain't what made me leave? But I knew that we were we were bumping heads as far as uh, alpha males. You know, um, I ain't never had a problem with speaking my mind. He ain't never had a problem with speaking his mind to me. I felt like he got weak weak after I left because he would he would find his words with the other guys. And I used to wonder, he ain't no finding words with me, you know. But you know. <laughs> he say he can run about this off, man. But, <laughs> you get old, you get wise. <laughs> <laughs> but now nah, But that, that was one of the well. Go ahead on. Yeah, that was that was one of the incidents that really just I mean when you when you working with a person 12, 14, 16 hours a day sometimes and six days a week. We even on Sundays sometimes we would be around each other. So his life became part of my life, you know. Uh you gonna find you gonna bump heads with your brother. You're gonna bump head with your, your family. And and you ain't gonna always agree with the things, but as we get older, we start to realize that it ain't about agreeing with what they what they the way they think. It, it's about the respect. It's about the respect that uh 
I, I owe him. He owed me, and we owe him. You know. Yeah. But what were you about to say, Ed? I told you I was going to school to, for business class and stuff. And they had a book named, uh, uh, oh, got name the book. Anyway, it's about personality. Oh, like you find oh, out who oh, you yeah. Huh? No, it, it, the name oh. of the book, please, please understand me. That's the name of the book. I don't know who wrote anything, but they asked you four questions. And I remember one of them was when the phone rang, do you rush to answer or you don't? Man? Yes or no meant a certain letter. And it gave you them four letters. Mm-hmm. And when you read that letter, it tell you your personality. And when I read it, it scared me because I didn't know my personality until I read it. I saw, I said, damn, that's me. But I also realized just because you don't think like me, don't make you wrong. Right. You know, and just because the way I think don't really make me right either. But you know what I'm saying? But there, there's 16 different personalities. And once you learn a person's personality, you can learn how to deal with it. And that was the key thing for me to realize that, you know, just because you don't, you know, just like I said, being married. When we meet the person that we want to be with, we like them for who they are, men do. But when you marry them, you subconsciously try to change them to do what you you want to do. Right, to think right. like you, you try to change them. Unconsciously, you try to change them. And that's what we mess up at. You know, it's supposed to be a, a compromise there and everything, but we subconsciously try to make our spouse think like we think, you know. I remember one time, mm-hmm. credit card. You know, I got married. I, was, I gave my wife a credit card. She didn't want a credit card. I'm like, why you want a credit card? You know, a mass card or a visa. But then a few weeks later, she came in with a goldsmith card. And I'm like, now how much is that, man? You got, you know, but that's just, you know, that uh, she wasn't going nowhere. She wasn't going to go. That's what she thought. That's what she was just going to goldsmith. And so, but that, that you know, you didn't want one you can take anywhere, you just want this. So, but you know, we just try to change people to make them think what we want to think, just like in business. You know, I want Ken to cut hair like me. I want Ken to do this way I do it. And I realize you can't, you can't, everybody ain't the same. I don't cut the same. We want replicas of ourselves. I don't cut the same class of people that trace the cut. Everybody got, everybody don't come to you for you to cut the hair because you cut, you uh, you a good, you a good barber. What I'm saying, you cut the hair the way they want to. They come mm-hmm. from the car. Mm-hmm. They come for the confidentiality. People have told me stuff that you know. You, that's another thing about being a barber. You know, you, you keep your mouth shit. You know, just like I say, I forget. Mm-hmm. You know about what I, who came and let you. You forget some of this stuff. You don't, but you. They have somebody when they get their confidential. They have somebody they can come talk to, and they ain't got to worry about hitting no more. And that makes a good mm-hmm. process. A therapist. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's it's a whole lot to be in a bar. Then I'm, I'm gonna ask Dennis because see, I didn't meet you is more so. Dennis still uh, at me? Closer to he went to the bathroom. He'll be right back. He, he walked out, King. Yeah, it ain't gonna take it. ain't gonna take him long. Um, <laughs> I, I would like to. He know it, 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 it real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say what I said. Remind me of a story. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Take it by water back from the Yeah. I would like to hear Dennis' side of his business and all the branch because 
I I mean I done been to Dennis shop a couple times and we have talked a couple times, but it's like a big gap, you know, from me to Dennis. But Michi is standing in the in the gap. You know what I'm saying? And me and Michi, we you know we call each, each other periodically. Me and Andy probably probably talk the most. Uh I don't even have to talk to Andy. I just have to know how he's doing. And and I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Uh if I hear about Anthony and got sick or something, I just call. And they keying up, man. How you doing? No. Uh, I'm all right. No, he be lying, but I just go, all right, you need me? Just call. You know, I hang up the phone. I, as long as I can hear his voice, I'm good. Yeah. Me and Meechie, we going to talk probably with Meechie three, four times a year, mm-hmm. uh, four, five times a year, and, or whenever we got a mind on each other. I think about Dennis a lot, but it's 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 like a gap. And now it's because I don't be in Olive Branch and I don't uh it's like a uh and I still love him as my brother. It's just like we ain't as tight as him and Michi is. So he old Michi out now. Michi ain't never invited me over there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I kind of I, I talk to everybody. I call everybody, man. Y'all got uh, like I was the last one to come in in that era, and y'all got all y'all slick mentored me in a way. And so it, with me, I try to connect the dots. I'm gonna always call Anthony to check on Anthony, pretty much. Uh, I'm gonna call you, and I'm gonna call Dennis too. So I, I just kind of I don't know, just use the link. Yeah, just try to keep the bond with everybody. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hey, man. <clears throat> but all of us, we going to have to get together and uh, uh, do something for Mr. Davis and Mr. Anderson, you know, uh, which I said this before. But Mr. Davis, even when you try to do something for him, he he, he he's stubborn. But you just got to give him his, his flowers while he's still living, you know. Yeah. So, Misha, I mean, not Misha, Dennis, how is the business over there? I'm asking this, you know. Oh, you, still, you still running everything? Yeah. Yeah. Business is yeah. good. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I ain't complaining. Like, he's talk. <laughs> so, so, Dennis, uh, we, we were asking both of them. I mean, we were asking Ken about uh, his decision to leave the shop. What was that? Uh, what was that like when you left? Um, getting out there. The last straw. The last straw. That's <laughs> what they want to know. The last straw. <laughs> Come on, we. Hey, hey, it's, it's like ever since Misha told Dennis we were lying. Dennis got shot. <laughs> I mean, I just don't have a whole lot to say, but I guess uh, I, think, I just didn't have time to kind of think about that because I didn't get the call until 2 o'clock today. Hey, hey, get what? Get what? The, the beauty of it is, ain't no script. It's just open floor, man. Y'all just, just you know, share what you want to share. Right, right. You know. Um, mm-hmm. Hey, Meech, hey, pour me a drink, Meech. Pour me a drink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he. <laughs> hey. Why, why, he, why he think about his answer? Like you uh, said, 22 years now. Um, you know, I just said, I learned a lot from Ken, you know. Because he wore a mentor on me. Anthony wore too. Um, you know, me and Mr. David were switching out days when I, when I came. <clears throat> when I wanted to come there, he was like, well, 
I don't have a spot for you, but by the time you finish school, I'll be ready to retire. You know, I thought they were like, time out, you know. So when I finished school, really, he was in the process of, of transitioning. Me and him would just rotate days. He would work one day, he'll let me come in and work the other day. So when he finally left, he said, you deal with Anthony from now on. <laughs> and boy, that was a ride. <laughs> it it would have been a rough ride. You had to deal with him. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, but uh, but I wouldn't take anything for it, though. You know, like I, like Ken said earlier, he mentioned Andre Marcel. Now, I used to watch him a lot. He was, he was you know, a guy I admire a lot for his cutting hair, too. Um, he came and worked with me for a minute, and uh, I asked him to come over there to help me, you know, do get better at what I was doing. But I had another guy working there with me named Marcus Faulkner, Chopper City. He ended up working beside Marcel, and he got done and left. I said, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. So you ran folks off too, huh? Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. But um, you, must, you must try to take a trip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you try to do a group trip. Try to get them to go on a trip. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but now he just wanted, you know, pretty much everybody left me. Did they did their own thing by like we did with Anthony? Everybody just kind of left and done their own thing. So mm -hmm. now I have uh, two new guys in there. And they go back to what we said earlier about this coloring. I'm um, like Ken. I, you know, I, ain't, I ain't mad about it, but the culture have changed. You know, even though when I made the yeah. cohort, I had some changing and adapting to do myself. Like go back to a boat about that razor, and he, Anthony went lying. That was the truth. He got out the chair, so I had to learn how to use the razor to work in cold water. So that's where I got my craft from. I learned there. So um, <clears throat> once you know, we, you know, I got that. You know, I just kind of like I said moved on. And the guys that have in there now, um, that's a totally different teaching. And yeah. it's a lot of spraying. Because um, they asked me, why don't you use the spray? I'd be like, I wouldn't talk to use the spray. I was taught to enhance what you have. You know, you're going to wake up in the morning, this is what you're going to have. So, <laughs> right. Um, like right. you said, and they get paid good for it, you know, but Mm -hmm. I'm like Ken. That just that just ain't something I want to do. I ain't knocking the ones that doing it, but that just ain't what I want to do. I'm I'm just gonna stick to yeah. the crap that I was taught. So mm -hmm. I was taught on Adam Davis, uh, Ian Eccles, William Murray Davis. I'm gonna stick with that. Yeah. It kind of reminds uh, me of the movie Barbershop. Uh, uh, see the entertainer put that put that uh that lather on and right. took the razor and shaved the guy, mm -hmm. and they was all standing around looking. <laughs> It kind of remind me of, of what you know what we appreciate what y'all do versus what the new age barbers do. Right. Yeah, and uh, it ain't nothing wrong with it because it, uh, everything is a, in a microwave age and they paying for it. You know, if you want to go to a basketball game, you go by the barber shop and get sprayed. Uh, but when you get up in the morning after you done took a shower, you got to go back to the barber shop and get sprayed yeah. if you want something else. Right. You know, uh, the what like we make up is exactly, exactly. Uh, what we was taught is when the folks get through washing their head, their haircut's still there. You know, uh, I can't knock them because see, I don't want nobody to get offended <clears throat> and right. think that 
me or these guys is is knocking what they doing and trying to influence folks. But my thing is, hey, make give them what they ask for. Misha told me, uh, when was it, Misha? About ten years ago, maybe. If they ain't buying what you sell them, start selling them what they buy. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> that's what made me start dusting them a little bit. Y'all want to spray? I'm gonna try the hell out you. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I just prefer Mitch, not Mitch to do tail, it. Ain't it? It's Iggy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, though? That's big meets for real. <laughs> 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 hey, but Meech, kind of kind of pick that up uh, and talk about, you know, your decision when you oh, left. Uh, when Andy made her get on the airplane, I knew that. I had to go. Just... <laughs> 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 hey, I was just trying to save up. But it, it was, like I said earlier, man, it was a combination of, uh, like, I didn't always me. I was the last one on on the totem pole at the time, and so when Ken used to like, man, that nigga said 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 so. He he said said said. I'd be like, man, he ain't that bad. Y'all niggas tripping. It, it's y'all because y'all won't get up and come to work on Saturday. That what it is. It's y'all. So, <laughs> when Ken left, then it started. I, I seen it firsthand. I'm like, I'm sitting laughing. I used to trip out, so I didn't ever think it was gonna be me. So when Dennis left. We started bumping here. And so uh, it, it, it wasn't just that, though. I could deal with that. It, it was me with me, it, it was the point to where I, I just wanted to grow more. Uh, I felt like right. I had reached my peak in cold water. Uh, I didn't feel like I was going to get no higher. Uh, and then, too, it was like I kind of wanted to uh, create my own environment. I kind of wanted to, in uh, Davis, mm -hmm. speaking, like, I didn't have no life. Uh, I didn't understand this until I got on my own, but like getting up, coming to work at, at seven o'clock, not knowing what time you're going to leave and this and that, I kind of wanted to set myself up. I thought I was setting myself up to kind of structure my life to where I would have a life. But uh, I seen an opportunity. I, I got to thinking one day, I was like a, a third of my clientele come from DeSoto County. Uh, a third of my clientele is right here in Tate County, but they, they work in Tate County. So the only thing I would be losing is school kids. I was like, man, I'm going to try this. So uh, I pulled the dentist one day. I called and they're like, man, what you, what, what you think of me? Hey, look, you finna leave me too? <laughs> it was just, uh, man, I just wanted to grow. I just wanted to explore. Me, I, I, I was a barber, but I think I, I was also a business person too. And uh, I just kind of wanted to create the same opportunity that had been given to me for somebody else. Uh, right. So I, I, I seen the opportunity and I took it. Uh, I think I probably about a month later, I called her, hey, can I come back home? Okay. <laughs> <It's not laughs> <a nope. laughs> Still to this day, I, I, I get frustrated sometimes. Call me like, "Hey, bro, I'm ready to come back." Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, I think the biggest thing well, with uh, it is I, I think, heard all y'all say it. Uh, Ken, Ken, Meacher, and Dennis about um, you know the way Anthony managed. So I, I will say, I would have to say, those classes did some good, and whether y'all liked it or not, he managed. And Davis Barbershop still yeah, standing. Yeah. And, 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 and yeah. to that point, man, you know, it's great to see that y'all expanded out and y'all took some of them skills y'all learned there. Y'all stick at y'all brotherhood. You know, y'all still working, you know, still pushing. 
and then you got several branches of Davis Barbershop. You know, you got KC, you got me, you know, all, all y'all. And so, um, you know, I think that's a big deal. And Anthony, I think that's a, a level of respect for these guys to say they called you to ask what you think of them before they left, because they, yeah. they ain't want to leave. <laughs> they they want to leave. leave. <laughs> yeah. To be honest with you, though, uh, all of our main reason for all of leaving was the same. We wanted our own identity mm-hmm. because all of it's an alpha male, you know. But in, in order to be an alpha male, you had to be taught by an alpha male. And it was taught by the alpha male. So he spread it that abroad. And and then and that that was the the biggest thing. It wasn't it wasn't nothing about uh about Andy because I'm pretty sure uh if you got brothers or uh, other people that you stay in the house with and you you if you anywhere with a group of people that you're gonna be 10, 12 hours a day, y'all yeah. y'all gonna bump heads at some point. It, oh yeah. Yeah, at any time. So that that was common. That was common. And mm-hmm. we I consider all those brothers and that was gonna happen regardless of, of what whatever transpired, that, that was gonna happen. Right. In the same place with somebody for so long, y'all gonna because everybody don't think the same. Mm-hmm. Everybody think mm-hmm. the same. So you gonna bump heads, and there's gonna be a, uh, a level of animosity at some point. But to be able to, uh, bro, at the end of the day, bro, I love you and I appreciate you. That, that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you think I'm about this. Y'all all went to y'all own place of business. If Anthony would have worked with me. We would still had both heads. If Andrew would have came up there and worked with either one of y'all with it, if I, I know for a fact, if I would have came and worked with either one of y'all, it would we were gonna bump heads. You know what I'm saying? Me and Mitch talked about it today. You know, it, it's cause we are who we are, but it it don't change the love that we have for each other. You know, uh, and that's be cause that right there gonna gonna die with us. You know, and all of us didn't had our, our disagreements with each other. Yeah. You know, and and and, and it ain't because Anthony's such a bad guy. Let me say that it ain't because Anthony's such a bad guy. It's just because he want what's best for us. Mm-hmm. You know, I always know. I always know he was crazy because he a Davis. You know, <laughs> but I always have known that he he lay down in life for me too. And he yeah. know I do the same thing. You know, we done been in situations. <laughs> yeah, they done been in situations. You know, like they hit I I shoot somebody for him, but I know he'll shoot somebody for me. You know what I mean? <laughs> but that's, that's another like. episode. Hey, I know somebody <laughs> like that. Like like <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, dude got a gun pointed at the ground. I got a gun pointed at my chest. I said, Lord, dude's up in the back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what they say though, if you if you're a manager or you um own your own business, if everybody likes it's a problem, you ain't doing something right. So oh, yeah. and, and they, they don't gotta get they don't have to get personal, you know, it's it's just business. Yeah, it's business. It's yeah. business. Man, I, hey, I was I was just y'all uh, go ahead, Matt. I wanted to ask the guys. When they came to first work at Dave's Barbershop, did they get a like a phone holding class? <laughs> 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 I 
That's not waiting for me. <laughs> they can't even practice, my boy. <laughs> Oh, I didn't know perfected. Then you special guests went, you know, so we ain't got we ain't got your pictures on here. We're gonna get you next time. All right. I ain't mad about it. That's how hey, so and you know, as I was thinking about the show um coming up tonight, and I was just kind of like, you know, uh the being a barber is such a you know a unique profession. Uh because y'all y'all touch kids, um adults. Women, you deal with women. Uh, y'all dealing with people, you know, funerals, weddings, uh, senior pictures, you know, everybody on their they special days and all that kind of stuff. And I guess, you know, just from there, just kind of talk about, you know, uh, the people you've been able to touch down through the years and uh, connect with and just, just talk about, you know, what the barbering profession just you know means on a personal note. Whoever wanted to jump in first. Go ahead, Dennis. Go ahead, Dennis. <laughs> I had to mute. Let me let me unmute him. I had to mute my bad. Go ahead, Dennis. Man, what did you just ask? I was looking at these pictures, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I was just saying, you know, with, with the barber profession being such a such a unique profession, you know, you touch you touching kids, adults, women. I mean, you're dealing with people on their they weddings, funerals, right. uh, uh, you know, kids graduating high school, you know, y'all dealing with the preachers and you cutting the dope boys. Mm -hmm. So, like, you know, just down through the years, just talk about, you know, some of the people, uh, you don't have to mention anybody's name, but just the yes. connections that you made and then just what the barber, barbering profession, you know, just means to you on a personal note. Um, yeah, you will meet a lot of people, you know, throughout this profession. Um, man, that's, shoot, man, I'm trying to figure out how to answer that one. Um, uh, that pass on me with that one, man. Let me get, <laughs> let me come back to you on that one. No, I, you know, meet your hand on that. We'll go to the OG then. Let, let's, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I realized. With my my parents, my you know, I saw it was a purpose in your life. You meet a lot of people, and you can put out, you know, the good vibe. You know, what I'm saying, you help people. Some people that know you know, some people you don't know. Some people know you have, some people you don't. But it's a it's a way for you to share your life, help them in their life. You know, I see my mother; she deal with women. You know, battered women, homeless women. You know, and my dad the same way. My dad was perfect. He if he saw a need, he was gonna meet whether you knew it or not. You know, he just, and that's what we try to do. And you know, we 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 you know, being a barber, people come in. You see people that's homeless. You people that's going through all kind of problems, marital problems. You know, I had a cousin. His uh, dad tried to tell him something about his, you know, about his marriage. He said, "How you gonna tell me something and you didn't do this?" Him, I said, "That's why you need to listen to because he can tell you where you messed up at." Mm -hmm. you know? I, you know, you 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 meet all kind of people. I mean, I've been cutting hair thirty seven years, and them thirty seven years, I've had twenty four people, twenty five people to work with me, including mm -hmm. these three. I had twenty five. Out of twenty five, eight of them, nine of them, on their own shop, and out of twenty five, twenty of them still doing hair. 
you know. But <clears throat> it's just you doing more than cutting the hair when you stand behind the chair. You know. Yeah. You you know yeah. you can you 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 know you get old like you said we were cutting up when we were young and now we trying to make it in the head so you can share God with somebody. You know, a guy came out in my uh, place the other day, and uh, his wife going got found that he had cancer, and he been going through a lot of stuff, and you know he was, but he 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 got grounded now, and that day, like when we in there, if somebody die, I ain't never charging nobody to go to the to the funeral home and cut nobody hair. You know, that's because it, right? That's that's what Dave Shop is doing for you. That's what Ken Elkins is doing. That's what Immaculate Cut. That's what DJ. That you know. Weddings, people that have been sick, you know, they come in, they ain't lost their job or they ain't able to work. You can't, you know, and they your, your regular customer, you're gonna do something just like when yeah. I was out. I mean, I was surprised by the hip that I got, in which I needed it, but you know, it just you know, it, it feels good when it comes back to you, and it takes a while if you learn how to accept it, but it's just man, you can't really sometimes you just overwhelm, you don't know what to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, Me, you say what? Man, I'm I'm sitting here and I'm I'm you know trying to grasp the concept or, or easy think about the words. I mean, being a barber man, don't put me in a lot of positions. Uh, man, back. I mean, it's it's when you come into a person's life like that, they 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 look to you for for certain things. Uh, advice, uh, help with their relationship. Uh, I, I don't. I don't ran across all kind of guys, man. Uh, it, it's 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 amazing when you think about it because, uh, like I said, you come into these people's lives and, and they look up to you. Not really look up to you, but they expect a certain thing from you. Um, I don't been in a position where because a, a, a person trusted me enough to where. Uh, they don't share some of the utmost secrets with me about their personal life. Uh, man, Barbara done, done took me a long way. Even like from back when I first started to now, when I got into real estate, a guy that I had been cutting for years, I did not know that he was a real estate investor. And he, when he found out I was in real estate, he wanted to sit down and talk and woo this, woo that. And hell, he don't dump about five, six houses on me at one time. All because I had been cutting his hair all the time. And he knew I was pretty much my character. I was a stand-up guy. And he felt like I was a busy man. And I was going to do what I said I was going to do. So, man, Barbara don't influence my life so much. To, it's like uh, a lot of people that I have came in contact with uh, or have built relationships with over the years. It's carried me a long way. Uh, mm-hmm. This relationship that I got with people now. Uh, because I was a barber, that, that relationship would never sell just because I, I was a barber. Uh, <laughs> <this> dude, <yeah. laughs> oh, right. But 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 I, I don't ran across all facets of, of, of guys in my chair from uh, businessmen, dope boys, the kids, the mothers. Uh, and the thing about it is, I can relate to all of them. So, you know, that, that's just, you know, it's been a blessing. I'm just gonna say that it's just been a blessing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ken, you got anything? Well, <clears throat> with me, being a barber helped helped me in my phases throughout my life. Uh, 
it helped me to be able to mentor um, my friends, my cousins. And that was probably my biggest thing. I, I, I always loved my family. You know, uh, uh, my, my immediate first cousin, that's, that's, that's enough said. My brothers, you know, enough said. My distant cousins, enough said. I've always wanted to be uh, able to help them. I wanted to be able to pass something down, even if it wasn't bothering. I want to be able to be in the position to be able to help pull them up or get them out of a, a situation. And for the most part, I did do it. Um, I've always recognized where I was at the time. Per se, when I got with, with David's Barbershop, when I got down to KC's, when I went to Upscale, when I went to World, uh, world, world, not world best, cause, but uh, 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 my other shops, and, and each stage I got to, I was thinking that I was ending one thing, but really what I was doing, I was growing out of one into into another. Uh, it was needed. Uh, I uh, it was needed for me to find out who I am today. Today. And I'm sure y'all have probably heard me say it before. This is the best version of me I've ever been. Uh, the, today, this is the happiest I've ever been. Uh, I, and it ain't about nothing that somebody else can do for me. It's about who I am as a man, as a person, as a friend, a father. You know, uh, I met so many people in so many states. Uh, when I came to Senatobia, I um, met a different group of people from the people that I had in Coldwater. And I, I branched out uh, doing other things. And when I go somewhere, I was in Georgia uh, this past Saturday, met a guy from baseball. And he lives in Georgia now. And he, and he heard about me. He said, man, I, I've been hearing about you for years. He ain't nothing like 31 years old. I've been hearing about you for years. But to meet you, I ain't never, I ain't never met you. And I said, well, I hope it was good. Now, that's one thing, too. You want to lay down what you want other people to be able to pick up. You don't want to lay something down and they can't pick it up, uh, especially your kids. This is what it's really about now. Even with Anthony, Anthony want to pave a way for his children and his grandchildren because that's what we're going did for him. That's what Michi gonna try to do. That's what Dennis gonna try to do. That's what I'm gonna try to do. We we that spirit that flowed down from Mr. Davis, good and bad, we took it on unknowing but willingly. Uh, that's what Bob has did for me. I appreciate it. I know I can't make everybody happy, but everybody can't make me happy either. So. Boss. Hey, man, you can cut some hair, man. I'll tell you that, boy. You, uh, Jay Sean put in the comments earlier that his auntie was bringing his cousin down from St. Louis for you to cut his hair. I don't know if you know that or not, Ken. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 Uh, 
I, I honestly, I don't re ever remember nobody teaching me how to cut hair. Mm. Uh, uh, it, yeah, it came natural for me. Uh, I can never see that I was good. I always just wanted to satisfy people. But to me, Misha cut good. Dennis cut good. Anthony, when I used to see Anthony, I'm going to tell y'all, Anthony used to cut a guy hair a long time ago, decades ago. And he would cut waves in the main head. What he was doing is he would cut, you remember that Anthony? Yeah. The man would come every Saturday and he would he would cut cut lines sure. in his man's head. And the man already had good hair. And I said, man, and the good. And it was a I couldn't draw with a pencil, but I could draw with clippers. And it was a natural. If he focused on something, he gonna do it. Meacha had a free hand. And 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 Meacha was more smoother around the edges than me. I wasn't smooth around the edges. It was just like what I thought I was saying. Dennis, he was more reserved and sneaky. <laughs> That's not a bad thing now. I'm not saying it's not a bad thing. But because Dennis had a heart. Because if I said, man, if that dude, you know what I'm saying? Dennis went, uh, man, you know, you know. And Dennis had a different heart from me. I ain't saying that I was bad, but whatever came up came out with me and, and it came from a good place but folks would take it wrong you know i mean well when i see it but uh i've learned to kind of tame my mouth a little bit now hey so look nobody taught you how to cut hair but you ain't gonna tell me and david didn't teach you how to do this <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I'm really faking on that picture. <laughs> if you tell me and the David teach you how to do this, I'm gonna call you a lie right here. I know Andy taught you how to do this right here. I ain't gonna lie. Andy was good. Mr. David the best. Thank you. Look, but look, this is the thing though. Like Anthony, how did you master being on the phone? But the, the person in the chair could never hear what you were saying. I wasn't talking to them. And you hear Andy something every once in a while, and you would hear him laugh. You wouldn't hear nothing, none of that with Andy, with, with her. You wouldn't hear none of that. I'm talking about if, if Mr. David would laugh, the only way you heard something Mr. David said. He wanted you to hear, <laughs> and then you and then you re listening real hard. You probably could hear something, and he'll bust out laughing every once in a while. You know, <laughs> no, no, what's he laughing for? You know, but don't get it wrong now. Dennis and Meechie got the same trait. Amen. Dennis and yeah, Meechie got the same phone. trait, man. <laughs> what's that, Meechie? <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, uh, I think another thing, you know, that uh, we probably hadn't brought up is um, how much we looked up to y'all just just on a personal note. Like, you know, I remember Anthony sometimes pulling up on a motorcycle or, you know, a truck and meet your head to cut list. And, you know, <laughs> like it was just there's those things like y'all were the, the guys who we, you know, like like looked up to. 
you know what I'm saying? Even on like how y'all dress in the barbershop, you know. Uh, so like just just all that meant something, you know, to see black men, you know, doing something, you know, positive and then, you know, just making the whole neighborhood go like everything coming and going out of the barbershop. It, it was it was it was a it was a safe haven uh when people had a problem and i had to i had to learn how to adjust to that down in Senatobia. uh the the bottle shop was a safe haven um when i got to Senatobia, i openly made it known uh, if you got a problem with cold water we don't have a problem in the shop you know, and, and and it took a while, but now Senatobia has became, because they really, it, it ain't cold water niggas, Senatobia niggas, North Nose niggas and all that. It's really black people. And black people want to be led. You know, uh, we want to, uh, we want to, we want leaders and we want to be led. But when you, when you don't have a leader, like if Anthony didn't run his shop, shop being chaos. And see, we ain't said nothing now time about Renee, Carla, Miss Christine. You know what I'm saying? That was another part of the shop. Mm -hmm. That was a salon. We only talking about the barbering, mm -hmm. but that was a salon. Then you had the games in the hall. You had the restaurant. All that made us. You had the, the, the pool hall. But Without the women, we wouldn't be as tone. You know what I'm saying? Me and Andrew would get to argue, and Miss Davis would say one thing. We shut up. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because we didn't want that smoke. You know? Uh, I remember one time she came to me, and she, I was sitting on the step back there. She said, you ain't got no customer? I said, no, ma'am. She said, it's like sitting on the bench. You going to get in the game. And she went on in that back door. Hmm. And, and and but now I say the same thing to other people. I'm sure Misha, you say it in a different way. Dennis, you say it in a different way. You know, uh we 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 see people come in and they have more downtime. But then after a while, you know, we 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 feed them some customers. Then they customers start telling everybody else. See, now the word of mouth is so strong. This social media is so strong. We didn't have that back in the day. We didn't have social media. We wasn't even putting out cards. We would just ask for kind of cut your hair. I wait on somebody to come in. We getting full. Uh, Mickey, you don't mind cutting his hair? No, I don't mind. Then you don't mind cutting his hair? Because somebody did me like that. And they did me like that. I thought I had clientele until I got the Dave Bob shop. <laughs> when I got the Dave Bob shop, man, these folks people come from everywhere. <laughs> they come from Holly Springs, Sardis, uh, Memphis, Senatobia, everywhere. Nothing like that, dog. I want to cut hair and be busy. Now, I'm saying I don't want to cut hair. I don't want to be busy. You know, I just want to. I just want to cut my folks and go home. You know, but uh, it, uh, and but it's been a blessing to me, man. I enjoyed the ride, and I'm still enjoying the ride. I'm a barber from top to bottom. Like I said, I, I never, and it has enhanced some stuff from for me. 
a lot of people that I've worked on the work with enhance influence. I'm going to say this. I ain't trying to get off, but Joey Smith, one of the best barbers that can grow, well, one of the hair, best haircutters that can grow into a barber. And he had, now he's experiencing the business side. And he he's gonna he's he's a businessman too, Meacher. And whenever y'all get the opportunity, you know, just holler at him, man. Cause me and Jordan he, talk sometimes. Uh, man, I, I'm telling you, yeah, good guy, good, good guy. Yeah. And see, I ain't even and and I ain't trying to leave out nobody. Like uh, 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 uh what's Clipper Hands? What's his name? Draco. Draco. Yeah, Draco. Draco, man. Even when I first moved down to KC's, you know, you had uh, half. Half was working with me. You know, more guys. I ain't trying to leave out nobody. I, I'm. This ain't even about me. But I, I just want to get these guys. You got Bernard, uh, Antonio Gross, a lot of guys, and worked under me. And see, that's by way of the Davis Barbershop. You just think about it, uh, Dennis. You probably had nine or ten people working under you, or more. Misha, you'd have had ten or twenty people working under you, or more. I've had ten or 20, ten or fifteen people working under me, or more. All this is a seed that's been planted by Mister Davis. Yeah. And Anthony cultivated us. You see what I'm saying? And uh, if you put just this panel together right here. I've been cutting over 30 years and they've been cutting over almost 40 years. That's 70 years by itself. Then you talk about Michi and Dennis. Man, you probably talking about over 100 plus years. You know what I'm saying? 120 years, 130 years of experience. So you're talking about now a craft that we see going into another dimension maybe. But it ain't lost. Because when it all boils down, you got to be a man. You got to be a, a community person. You got to have some credibility with the people in order to, to cut them. Now, these guys that's coming up now, they don't know nothing about us. They don't, they don't, they only know old school, you know, OG, you know. I was in Coldwater about, about two or three years ago. And the guy said, what's your name? And I said, Ken Nothing. He said, man, you don't know me? And he said, no, I don't know you, OG. I said, nigga, I'm a living legend. You know? It kind of offended me, but I, it made me think about, nigga don't even know Andy Davis, you know what I'm saying? Hey. Just thinking, Andy Davis is an OG, you know. Hey, look, we had the shot one Saturday. The guy came in up, man. Uh, he he talking to everybody. We have a conversation going on, and so uh, he get ready to leave. He was like, "All right, man." You know, he was like, "Man, y'all y'all guy cool, man." We holler at y'all. He, he looked at everybody in the shop. He was like, "I holler at y'all." He looked at me. All right, um, look around. <laughs> If we ain't 50, we will knock on the door 50. And then you already 53, ain't it? Who did? 
Diddy Diddy said Diddy. Look like he the youngest. Did it older than all the Hey, hey Meech. Yo. Why 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 you fire Ray Sean, man? He's gonna try to say something about this. Hold on, hold on. He's a Ken and Meech put him out there. I know. He wants to try to say something about this shit so bad. He wants me to say it. He wants me to say it. He said it. He's like, Ken fired me over a woman, and you fired me because you thought we finna sue you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Ray, man, look, when, when you when when Ray came up there, you me and you talked about this. You like, me too. He can't yeah. work with you. He can't work with nobody. He can't work with nobody. Nah, but yeah. Ray, 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 a good dude in his own way. Uh, he just Ray. <laughs> in, in, in his own way. Yeah. He, he, well, Ray a good dude. Ain't no no not no Ray. I yeah, love Ray. Yeah. Ray know, uh, me and Ray cool. He, he know I love him. Uh, mm-hmm. Ray, he know all those niggas love yeah, him. You know, Ray, he just gonna be Ray Sean. At the end of the day, he gonna be Ray Sean. And it was well, well see, now see, y'all don't know Ray Sean, Danny. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> just like other folks don't know Will Earl. Y'all don't know Ray Sean, Danny. You know what I'm saying? Ray, Ray Sean brought up. Everybody thought Ray Sean was spoiled, but honestly, I spoiled Ray Sean more than his daddy did. That's true. That's real talk. And he'll tell you that. <laughs> what he say? What he say? What he say? What he say? Ray, <laughs> Ray, uh, Ray, 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 go ahead, go ahead, Meech. Finish it up, Meech. Ray's gonna be Ray. Uh, Ray, Ray came in and, and Ray. Um, Pretty much, man. He, I was trying to. I wasn't trying to change Ray. I just wanted him to be more professional, and it had him to be better. Yeah, he wanted him to be better. He and he know that we don't talk about this. I just wanted him to be better in, in all facets of life. And and Ray, uh, Ray talked about that when he was on with y'all. Uh, mm-hmm. He did. Yeah, he kind of went back and forth, and I, I sit down with him. I, I, I talked to him about certain stuff. I'm like, hey, Ray, you uh, you hustling backwards, bro. Uh, you can do this, you can do this, and you can do this. And I kind of tried to educate him on such stuff. And it got to a point to where it's almost like uh, he would get better, then he'll revert back to that old Ray. And I, mm-hmm. I sit down and I talk to him, and I'd be like, hey, bro, you can't do that, man. Come on, Ray, you got to, you know, such, 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 such. Yeah, all right, Big Meats, you know, we, we, we such, such, such. He, he'll do better for a while, and then he, he'll revert back over to it. So it, it, it had got to a point, man, where, it, it was almost like 
I had done, done all I could do for him. And at the end of the day, it's like, I ain't finna go under for nobody. <laughs> I'm sorry, I got folks to feed. It, it was just right. it, it was just a situation that came up. I was like, hey, bro, I just can't do this no more. I just yeah. can't do this no more. But out of love. I love. I love, yeah. yeah. But I'll be honest with you, I in a, in a, in a in a in a way, because he's still gonna always revert back to Ray because that's just who he is. He got a little bit better, but he still reverts back to old Ray. And so mm-hmm. at the end of the day, no matter what he do, but Ray don't, hey, I'm gonna be honest with you, he don't grow a lot. Uh, yeah, I've been I've been keeping up with him. Yeah, he, he, Ray, he's Ray, getting better. Yeah, he Ray don't grow a whole lot. And uh me and Ray talked about that, man, afterwards. Uh Ray, no, it ain't nothing but love for him. Uh no, he got much respect for you now. Oh yeah, no ways. And at the yeah, end, I was saying, man, shout out to Ray, man. Yeah, it, it, right. it, hey, he kept saying he got fired. I had to bring you up. I had to go on edge, man. I, I feel like he's going to He needed that, and and that really kind of made him grow up a little bit. Uh, he still yeah. first back to Ray, but he grew up a little bit. And and man, he he Ray Ray doing good for himself, man. He doing good. I say this right here. Um, Ray Sean always loved his family. And he he he's always been uh Kerry was his guy. And I was more so like an uncle to him. You know what I'm saying? But I was more so like a big brother to Kerry. Mm-hmm. And 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 I made I'm I used to make uh Kerry <laughs> yeah, I used to make Kerry try to be harder on Ray Sean. But actually, Ray Sean was above his years. You know what I'm saying? For his hanging out with with us, Ray Sean was younger than me, Kerry, uh, Real, and all those. Was kind of mentoring them. He they was kind of mentoring him, and I did some. Uh, I did so. I showed them some bad habits and bad ways. They showed him some bad habits in that way, but that was just a part of our rearing. You know what I'm saying? We 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 didn't have a a whole lot of good examples, you know, coming up. Count, you know, count, uh, count. The bad habits we picked up. The, the I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't even remember them. them, them bad habits. Hey, hey, kind of uh, kind of shifting a little bit, man. I know we done talked about the, the great haircuts, the the you know the razor lines and putting kits in head and all, heads and all that. What's y'all craziest experience, man? As far as the haircut. Gosh. Gosh. Ooh, <laughs> I got I got one. If you, look, if you can talk about it. <laughs> yeah, it's something I can't talk about. But I, I, got, I, got, I, got, one, I got, got one. I got one with, with uh, man now. I do not care to discuss things that happen pretty years. <laughs> Hey, I got one though. I got one. We and had left one Friday night. I don't know where he had went to. Uh, Ken, you was already gone. You was down the street. <laughs> down the street. Yeah, he had went down to KC. So uh, we in there. Now it's it's about eight thirty nine o'clock. <laughs> we we trying to finish up. So Dennis had somebody in the chair, and I'm I'm over there cleaning up my station. I'm I'm down there cleaning them. So the damn door open open up. And this big light skinned dude walk in like who <laughs> meet you? <laughs> so I'm, I'm leaning down. I'm like, I look over my shoulder. 
and you can tell by the aggression that he had in his voice, like this nigga won't smoke. He like, who is me? Didn't look at him. Dennis sitting there. He said, "My name Dennis." <laughs> My name Dennis. And then he looked over. He's like, <laughs> So that's that's why Dennis left. That's why he left. <laughs> Look, we was up there. I'm telling you, Dennis had some uh, almost ass looking moments, man. Thank uh, you. <laughs> we up there. I had left and went home, and uh, I, I come back. No, I went to the restaurant. I come back. Uh, Trent. Uh, uh, <laughs> Yeah, got 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 his got his got his got his chef. Then on the phone. He he trying to act like Andy. He on the phone. <laughs> want, you know. So I said, all right. I left out. This Kiki Taylor brother, Trent. Mm-hmm. So I come back. He standing up beside Dennis. He mad. <laughs> I, I said, man, what's wrong with you? Oh, he said, I said, boy, what the hell is wrong with you? He said. Man, cut all my hair off, man. I said, what? Then he said, he told me he want my want hair cut off. He said, no, nah, he's on that damn phone. And he went straight down my head. <laughs> hey, I said, man, don't worry about it, man. I'm going to fix it for you, man. Hey, did you remember that? Yeah. Ken, thank you for saving me a lot of time. <laughs> I did. I got to get on you, then. I'm out of to it. <laughs> you know, just one time, then it was cutting the guy hair. And, uh, you, know, you know, you make relationship with, with guy, you know, different people in your chair. Dude, why was uh, <laughs> getting a hair fixed back then. <laughs> So, this day, dude called out and said, Hey, man, my wife down there. <laughs> Didn't holler out. Uh, no, she been gone. <laughs> She been gone, you know. She left about two hours ago. Oh, boy. <laughs> boy, that next week that woman come down there, she walked up on there. Don't you never? <laughs> 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 you always told me if anybody called to the barbershop, just tell them they just left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just buy the code. Oh, man, they just left. They just left. They just left. Hey, one time. You know how we feed, we feed, you know, we try to feed the new guy a customer. Look, a guy came in, I said, I said, Dennis can cut his hair. I said, Dennis, cut that little boy hair there. He said, I don't know who that is. I said, cut the boy hair, Dennis. Who is that? I said, who he look like? That's what I said. He looked at the boy, looked at me, looked back at the boy, put the boy in the chair. 30 minutes later, man, that boy dad was up there. <laughs> Ask, speak to me. <laughs> yeah. I said, what? I'm trying to figure out why not. Somebody heard me say it, but you know, I'm just messing with Dick trying to make him go and cut the boy hair. Man, Ooh, somebody heard it and, and made a call. Didn't mess with that bad. Hey, I'll be, don't get me, don't get me killed up there for nothing. But, but see, out of all of us, 
<laughs> out of all those, Dennis was the only light farmer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he wasn't from he wasn't from Tate County area. He was from Marshall County area. So when he came there, everybody had to get used to Dennis. Yeah. Uh, uh Ray Sean, <laughs> uh, Devin, um, uh, 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 what's the look, the, the, uh, boy that's down in Miami now that played ball with Ray Sean now? Uh, the, the Jeter boy. Reggie Jeter. Rich. Yeah. yeah. All of them were playing ball and they had to get used to Dennis. And, but see, at first they weren't used to Dennis, and then they they didn't trust him. He and him. They didn't trust him. You know, they he had the same thing Merck had when the Merck came up there. He had to be us and in too. You know, cold water was a hard place to work, man. And, yeah. and uh, if you weren't from cold water area, they they didn't deal with you. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna thank y'all for accepting me. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Hey, hey, any man stand five foot one, ride up on a motorcycle, we got we got respect. There you go. Nah, man, we we uh, I, I'm gonna speak for myself. Uh, yeah, I had to see your work first, but I also knew that if it, if you couldn't happen there, you weren't no shortstop. Yeah. So you know, uh, like you said, you uh, you learn everything you learned there. Mm-hmm. We we can tell. But we're glad you did, because now look where you're at now, you know. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, I think you come out here one time. Yeah. You come out here one time, because uh, Ken, Ken, Ken went there. Ken had me way down the list, and he went there. And, uh, and, and he told me to get outside. Now, you, 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 did, you did a good job, but Ken and Andy just weren't available. All right, I got you. I, I was yeah, I respect all that. Well, you better you better be glad when he you better be glad he touched your hair after he got glasses. Respect <laughs> 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 that boy, Boy, you something, but uh, but yeah, it was a that was a real experience, man. That's something you I never forget. And one thing, Mister Davis told me, I never forget is you don't ever stop doing something to go do nothing. Hey, Andy. Yo, man, what you think about having a reunion up there, man? Bring these guys that cut for a day. Cut for a day. Yeah. No, they pay boot rent next time. Nah, we need to do something for real. Trying to come back. Yeah, he keep telling me no. And, uh, we but, do but what y'all don't know though, me and Anthony been, been talking about for the last couple of years, man. Mm-hmm. We've been talking about me coming back up there. Uh, uh, I'm sort of like a freelancer. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't been open to the public for the last three years. I just been uh, trying to hold mine down to a minimum, but it keep on growing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I've been. You no, know, I probably didn't had the most shops. I didn't move the most, and uh, I've been trying to get mine down to you know forty five, fifty people a week, and it keep growing back up to seventy, seventy five, and 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 I've been blessed. I don't work on Saturdays. 
uh, uh, I don't work on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, but I take care of all my people. Uh, and I don't even think Andy work one day. And how many days you work? Half a day? Shoot, well, I work three days a week. <laughs> I work 12 hours every day. Yeah. Seven, seven on Friday, yeah. Thursday, Friday, and six or six on Saturday. And maybe a little old time. Yeah. Meet you. Yeah. Good. Meet you. Yeah, one of but I, yeah. I, I can't yeah. say that, that, that I've been blessed to be able to pick and choose my, 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 my business. Whereas when I didn't, I couldn't, I couldn't, couldn't pick and choose. Now, when I first started, I, I wanted to cut everybody hair. I wanted to cut all my cousins, all my friends, all my family, uh, and everybody else customers. Now, I had to turn down business, you know, and it, that's a blessing. You know, you can't satisfy everybody. You can't cut everybody, and everybody don't want you to cut it, cut them. Try, try this shit over, with, bro. This shit been over with. <laughs> so, so look, he he been he been asking this question in the comments, and he was just talking about like how y'all were mentioning uh, staying open 10, 11, 12, 1 o'clock in the morning. So uh, uh, Trey was just wanting to know uh, why you can't get a haircut after seven o'clock now. Kids, <laughs> wife, <laughs> yeah. oh, had to leave the rich jean headquarters a little early. Man, what? Mm. Hey, I, I learned, I learned man. I want to keep mine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they have to meet my wife told me, she said, this guy will go out and go to work, work all day, come home, take his wife out, and come back. Then come get a get a uh, a haircut. And that was her, you know, it was one of her friends. And I, I sit back there and think about it now. I think I was a damn fool, you know. But I didn't, you know, I didn't know how to separate bidding from there. I was trying to make sure that right. make, sure, make sure, you know, that it stayed him, you know, because man, keeping the shop open and, and, and that's something else. Yeah, bro. I mean, yeah. you don't know how many times we've been shoot, two or three hundred off and being closed. Trying to overhead, you got you know, your light be a telephone, be an issue, a tackle, you know. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, but but a lot, a lot of people so accustomed to what the tradition that that was started in cold water that they can come in the barbershop all times of night and get right to, to where they, they really don't think that the guy got families, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and really, a lot of times, as a, a customer or a consumer. You don't think about that. The only thing you think is what you want. You want your haircut right there. And it, it's just what it is. And that's one of the things I had to realize. Like, hey, I can't be in here 16 hours a day, not spending no time with my wife. I, I got kids, uh, kids growing up. And, and that's like with my oldest daughter. Um, I missed out a lot of time with her trying to work all the time. But I had to realize mm -hmm. like, I, I got a family. I got uh, young kids. Uh, I got a wife. Uh, responsibilities outside of the barbershop. Outside the shop, you know what old, I'm saying? Old school to yeah. fix. Yeah, say again. Old school to fix up all that. All that, all that. Yeah. So it, it's more or less like I had to learn how, like I got to manage my time better to take care of things outside the shop. And for those who don't understand or respect that, 
I got life outside the shop. Hey, bro, you more than welcome to, to do something different. I know hard feeling, but I know I got to right, take it. Right. Yeah, yeah, I got to take care of this. Yeah. Can y'all? Uh, with Will Merrill, Will Merrill was, he would be at the shop at, mm. <clears throat> at Davis Barbershop five o'clock in the morning, sometime before five o'clock in the morning. And he would be opening up the restaurant. He'll have a barbershop open for the people that wanted to come. And I had got so accustomed to working late. We would wait, me and Anthony, we'd be on the one in the shop late at night. We would wait on folks to get out work at from uh, aluminum screws, not aluminum screws, what's that? Uh, Amax. 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 And R and R done that. You know what I'm saying? They would they would get off work. We've been to stop cutting nine ten, but we'll wait on them to get off at eleven and twelve. Just to cut that one more head or with that two more heads. Mm-hmm. Uh it was about customer satisfaction over our life. And we was what Mitchell was saying, we were hustling backwards. We could have told them, come before you go to work. But because we were so available, and that uh, that grow me and Anthony. I know, I know, I don't know about uh, Dennis and Michi, but that grow us. We didn't know how to separate business from family. We we thought well, we make the money, we send it, you know, we go home, pay the bills, and do everything else. It make us do what we had to do in the streets or, or otherwise, you know what I'm saying? And not, I say that to the guys now, have a life, have mm-hmm. a life, man. You know, and you are enjoy your life more. See, I'm enjoying my life now. You know, uh, I appreciate everything. I appreciate all the teaching and everything. It, it helped me be able to communicate a little, a plethora of people, but now, I'm living the life, and I see the kids now. It's like they don't have the mustard to be able to cope with this type of life. They wouldn't be able to do it. So now you, it's, it feels facile. It's a assembly line. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they couldn't they get any folks out of here, and they don't care about the people. We cared about our people. Mm-hmm. This core guy that's on here right now, we care. We care about our people because we cared about our people. And that's that that all that came from Weird Merrill. Mm-hmm. All that came from Weird Merrill. Anthony, you were uh, a couple of years ago, um I don't, know, I don't know how many years he spent in the shop, but Adrian uh was in the shop with you for for a little while. About six years, six, seven years. Kinda kinda touch on what that experience uh was like being able to have your son cut next, next to you. All right, it was good. It was good, but I had to realize that you know I didn't want to. I didn't want him to do what I did. Give up what he wanted to do for me. Like I, you know, at the time I felt guilty. That's why I started cutting hair. Mm-hmm. I stayed with cutting hair because I I really felt guilty. But like I say, I was doing the same thing back. It's a, it was a totally different generation. My daddy in his generation. You know, wife and kid, but see, my daddy's wife worked with him, so he had time, and my wife didn't work with me. And so, but I'm studying doing the same thing he was doing, and 
I'm killing that part of my life, not knowing, you know, looking back, hey, I messed up because I had my focus on the wrong thing. But uh, mm-hmm. but by my son wanting to do something else, but like I say, the pressure I didn't put on Dennis and him, I put on him because that's my son. He know. And so I'm trying to yeah. make him do that. But I saw that, uh, you know, that ain't going to work. And he, that, that, that's one reason why he left. But still, I want him to do what he wants to do. Tony, my oldest son, he didn't want to cut hair. I told him, you ain't got to cut hair, just know the business. And so he went on to do what he wanted to do. My agent came and cut for six or seven years, and it got him to what he wanted to do. You know, it, it, it was a little ship to get him to, the little boat to get into the ship where he is now, doing what he wanted to do. But, you know, I can't live my life through my, my son. You know, that's what yeah. I had to realize. I can't, you know, I can't live my life. I got to let him be his own man. And I, I got some, some more customers. I had a customer get a restaurant. He wanted his son to do this. You know, one had a cleaner. He wanted his son to do this. You know, you can push him to do certain things that push him away from. But long as they do it, they, it had to. It had to have been a good feeling to have your son oh, yeah. being working with you, it, it, even if it was for six or seven years. I mean, I wouldn't. So, I wouldn't take it back now. I mean, it, it was great. You know. But mm-hmm. like I say, it's it's a it's a good feeling, but it's also a better feeling to know that he's doing what you want to do. Yeah, See, you can make a million dollars. You can make a million dollars doing what you don't want to do, and make five hundred thousand doing what you want to do. I mean, just that, happy. That, that it's gonna make you happy. You know, yeah, you got to like doing what you do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I tell you what, that, that work ethic that both of them guys have, man, from when we was kids. Cleaning the windows and and dust by them floors and make sure that that place is straight. Like, you know, I'm sure that that carried them a long way where they at now. They work it. My son, when he went to he went to uh, school in Texas for aircraft, you know, working on an airplane. Mm-hmm. And while he was there, they had an inspection, and they were paying him so much an hour to work. And the lady asked him to go clean the bathroom. He went clean the bathroom. He came back, you know, you know, quicker than she thought he was gonna come back. She said, I asked you to clean the bathroom. He said, I did. So he went in there. She went in and checked. When she came in, she came back, she gave him a dollar raise. I said, So that's 40 more dollars a week. I said, you need to send that home to me. <laughs> <laughs> and that was a true story, man. He, he went in and cleaned the bathroom, came back, and the lady checked it out. She said, Boy. And she gave him a dollar raise. An hour. <laughs> Just for doing the right way. Just for doing the right way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was, it was, uh, I don't know. No, nope. like you said, time change, era change, and you know, what what I used to do to my kid, people, you know, is abuse now, they say, but you know, it's just the principle, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I had to change my method of uh, teaching, uh, raising, even communicating. Because I had to realize that the militant old school way that I was raised and taught, even coming through, it don't work today. It don't work today. Um, Even just communicating with people, you know, I used to see sit back and and watch Anthony how he rolled with 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 guys, and and I'd be like, man, we're wouldn't do that. But I had to realize that. 
Anthony ain't Will Merrill. You know what I'm saying? Meet you ain't Ken. Dennis ain't meet you. You know what I'm saying? And even with 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 uh Ray Sean, Bobo, Antonio, Adria, uh Kenny, all them guys that that came with me and underneath me, uh, they ain't Will Merrill, they ain't Anthony, they ain't Meet you, Dennis or me. Uh and we stepped on some toes, and I'm sure Dennis and Meechie have too. We stepped on some toes, uh, but it came from a good place. It it was us wanting those guys to be better. Yeah, I I, I had to learn quick uh, a lot of the stuff that uh, I took or how we did things down at the shop. A lot of guys, they, they couldn't take that. So I had yeah. to figure out another kind of way to communicate with them or to kind of water it down. Uh, because it's like like you say, it, it's a difference between you being dark skin and light skin. And yes, hell, they're just gonna take it where where we could sit there and, and have a roast session and and here sit there and just laugh it off. That that shit don't happen like that today all the time. No, they take it home with them. Uh you really have to to learn a person and figure them out before you start, you know, doing stuff like that. Because like I said, a lot of times now you'll be mad, want to fight, uh, a whole bunch of other stuff. So I, I had to learn fast about that, being, <laughs> being in, a, in another position. Yeah. But you laughing at, Jordan. <laughs> 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 yeah, the flashback. I, I'm, I'm just thinking about <laughs> some of the people he done let, had to let go. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's, it's been a lot. Of, it's been a lot of barbers come through. Um, we we name some. It's, it's a a lot more we ain't named. You know, Bruce Silk, mm-hmm. BJ Silk, Carlos mm-hmm. Silk, um, Mert. You know, all, all these different guys. You know, coming in at Davis Barbershop and. Hello, Dave. Hello, Dave. He, he up in Utah. Hey, Chaz A told me to give y'all a shout out. He said he got a lot of love and respect for y'all, and thank y'all for paving the way for him. Send me a text. Well, he is tonight, man. He off social media, man. You know, he fast off social media for Easter. What? For what not? Okay. Yeah, Chaz A was a little bit on here. Chaz A chopping too now. Yeah. <laughs> hey, can y'all just kind of, I know, you know, back in the day, you know, my mom will send me to the barbershop ten, fifteen dollars. Uh, just talk about how you know times have changed. Oh man! From back then to now, uh, and, and like what that all entails. But now people be like, "Her, her haircut costs cost what?" So, uh, any, any one of y'all want to want to touch on it? I bet I bet Ken ain't even arching eyebrow fifteen dollars no more. <laughs> <laughs> one eyebrow. Just like eyebrow arches over that boy. I, my eyebrow arch is 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 is, is discounted. It's sixteen dollars. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I can say this, and me and Mitch was talking about this earlier. When I came to Cinematobia, uh haircuts was thirteen dollars. This was in two thousand three. I think it was two thousand three. Haircuts was thirteen dollars. It it went from thirteen to fifteen. It it took five years to get from thirteen to fifteen. 
I said three years. It took probably from 2010, haircuts being $15, to 2000, I say 18, to for haircuts to be $20. So that you talk, therefore, you, when I got to, to Senator Toby, you're talking about 17, 17 years from haircuts to go from 13 to $20, $7 increase, 17 years. It only took the pandemic hit in what, 2020? Mm -hmm. Haircuts went from $20 to $40 now. You know what I'm saying? $20 to $30 and $40. And it only took three years. That's amazing to me. That's amazing to me. From twenty dollars to thirty and forty dollars, three years. But it took seventeen years to go from uh, thirteen to twenty. Yeah. And 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 I ain't saying the craft getting worse, but the money's getting higher. This is the most money that Bob's ever made uh, in this field. In this area, in this area, if you go other places, uh, Texas, Atlanta, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. we we've been behind on the price of uh, haircuts. But a lot mm -hmm. of this is uh, when you go to a lot of these other states or, or whatnot, it's not just a haircut. It's it's more like they're gonna charge you a price. A lot of places yeah. you're gonna get a uh, they're gonna charge. It's a la carte service. If you want a haircut, it's a price. Uh, they're not gonna cut your hair unless they shampoo it or shave right. it. Uh, extra price and the razor is going to be an extra price if you want the enhancements it's going to be an extra price so when you get through adding all that up you're looking at 60 75 dollars uh yeah yeah and then you're talking about vip prices in, in which a lot of us now do appointments and really if, if you think about it appointments is, is vip service anyway uh to a certain because right. it ain't no more if you got an appointment they expect to be in a chair by a certain time so it's no long way uh, so therefore, really, appointments should be uh, extra uh, a surcharge because, based on your appointment book or what you got scheduled, when people walk in, you turn them down. So really, in theory, uh, you you got appointments lined up, but you turn the business away for somebody to be ten or fifteen minutes late or may not show because of X Y Z. So when you look at all that, then and you account for your time. Hey man, you, you got to put the price on. Yeah. So Ken, you mentioned, I, you, mentioned uh, you mentioned thirty and forty. And Meech, is it about the same in your area, Anthony? What about in Coldwater? The price range about the same? No, in Coldwater haircut twenty five, haircut and shave is uh thirty five. But my thing is the product ain't no good no more. You know, you you buy a box of razors, yeah. it'll take you two, three razors, do one. If you got getting a haircut and shave, you're gonna go at least through two razors. Yeah, yeah, dollar mm -hmm. piece. No. Yeah, and the mm -hmm. race don't got more expensive. The blades don't got more expensive. Uh, the clippers done got out, 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 of, out of sight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can buy, but the you can buy a clipper blade, take it out of the pack, and it ain't, it won't, and you got to play with it 30 minutes to get it, to, get it to cut. Yeah, yeah. And now, I can't say now the the some of the products are, 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 are pretty good. Now, the new babyless clippers, 
Nah, I ain't talking about the lineups, the trimmers. The, the new Bayless Clippers called it. The trimmers. They, they, yeah, they, they off the chain, man. Not if you get them set right. If you yeah. get them set. Now, the, trim, the trimmers are, are cool. Um, the other stuff is really trash. You, you know you know who make Bayless? And mm. if I'm not mistaken, Bayless is made by Conair. And the reason why I said it, I had a pair of Bayless Clippers that uh, – went bad on me like a month or two after I, I, I bought them. And uh, I called the guy who I bought them from. He was like, man, call the uh, the number on the back of the box and you can get their warranty. You know what I'm saying? So I called the warranty place and it was Conair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know, Conair, Conair is really for home cuts. Yeah. You know, no personal, personal use. Yeah. But now they got the rotary motor and and the green light blades on. Yeah, now that right there, that's that's good, but it's hard to get somebody to work on them. It's hard mm-hmm. to get somebody. See, we used we grew up with Wall yeah. and Andy and Oyster. You know what I'm saying? Those were the product, and they still good products. But the the you buy a blade for the that Babyless stuff or that that two point or whatever. Fifty dollars, sixty dollars. You know what I'm saying? We ain't got no choice but to go up on our price. Well, we ain't gonna pay our light bill. You know, if Jr. Brady, he gonna put the gas. Hey, baby, stay off my guy, man. Hey, my guy, look. Straight to call the head bus. Hey, man. So, uh, so, Anna, a haircut twenty five on cold water. Can you said thirty to forty in Senatobi? And and he's saying haircut, but see, he's saying just a haircut is twenty five dollars. Now, now you you me, my haircut includes the the, the shade, the shade line. Okay. It, yeah. If you get it or not, this, yeah. So y'all y- 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 the same thing. Y'all the same thing. saying the same thing. It's the, yeah. He's saying haircut thirty five. A haircut and shade thirty five. Right, yeah. right. See Damn. now, somebody get in the chair. And they say, "Well, I just want a haircut." See, it's just like having a Cadillac. You go to, you can't afford a Cadillac. If you you go to the dealership and say, "How much is the is the oil change?" Man, take the Cadillac and turn it in. If you sit in my chair and you say, "Hey, man, how much your haircut?" I don't. I mean, I don't want you sitting in my chair if you got to yeah. ask how much the haircut. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, wrong place of business. Yeah, you got the wrong. You got the wrong box. It's the wrong. Yeah, you need to find somebody else. <laughs> you asked a question. You asked a question, right? And you titled to a question, and that person that question can title. Let's keep make a special appearance every now and then. <laughs> hey man, this is my class, baby. Man. Shout out to Coan. <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, but I tell y'all this about Keith. Now Keith got a good heart, man, for real. Oh, Keith yeah. will help anybody, yeah, you know. But anyway, I ain't gonna even talk about it. Go ahead, man. Hey, <laughs> I thought you had a question. Then how much your haircut is over there? It's a haircut at 
Yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all the same ballpark. Yeah, it, it's between it's between thirty and forty dollars, regardless. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, what what uh, I know, t- tipping is big now in in this day and age. Hey, she uh, not in the barbershop. No, 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 no. no, no. Shop. What I'm asking is, <laughs> hey, you better add this shit in. Eighteen <laughs> percent gratuity already. <laughs> what about getting jumped on the job? You know, I, I, what I was saying was, as far as the, you know, I guess this age we live in now. You know, uh, I see people trying to tip barbers, you know, here and there to get, you know, uh, extra services and and all that kind of stuff like that. So, are you saying that that ain't happening? Very seldom. Very seldom. <laughs> you know something? They'll go to a restaurant and tip there. But, but you know something that was ironic about that? You're going to want to go to the barbershop shop and get fresh before you go to the movies, before you go anywhere, uh, do anything. But you will come in and want to shortchange that bar, but then you're going to go. Mm-hmm. You're going to go to the movies and buy the popcorn. You're going to, hey, you're going to eat. You're gonna, you, they, yeah. it, a lot of times they'll tip their weed man before they tip us. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, do have some strong. yeah. I do have some tippers. I can't say that. I, I, no, 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 not, not, you know what I'm saying, but just on general. Man. Oh, wow, no. Look, see what I'm talking about? Either <laughs> <laughs> one want the haircut at, at 9, 10 o'clock, want to call you last minute. Get me. Expect, Get me. Expect me to tell my wife now nah, I ain't gonna be home and, and woo this and woo that. See, that's gonna be 18% gratuity, especially last year. <laughs> 30% extra. I see. Yeah. yeah. He said he's gonna do better, man. He's gonna do better. You're gonna have to. <laughs> I, hey, look, hey, I, hey. I, I, thought, I thought that was something that, that was common now in this in this uh this new age of barbering. So no, no, uh, no. We have to include We have to include our own tips. Uh, a guy told me, uh, Ken, uh, your haircuts is high. I said, yeah, because your tipping is low, nigga. You know when they, they, they give you a little bit of extra and they just standing up there waiting. Oh, they yeah. want hey, baby, they want to say. Like, I, I told myself I can have that. You better get on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna tell you now. Uh, now me, I my guys pay for the hair, the services before they they get in the chair. You know, when you make your appointment, you pay for your haircut. Yeah. What well, did they get there for? Hey, money blows. I mean, <laughs> they got two hours before they, their service okay. to counsel. Okay. No, they got up to two hours now. After that, the, the app ain't gonna let you. They ain't gonna let you. Uh, <laughs> what, what if, what if now? I ain't gonna say I ain't gonna give the money back or reschedule. But you no, know, after two so many times, man, I can't do. I can't keep doing that. Yeah. You to pay for that slot. Yeah. And right. if you miss it, somebody else could have been in that slot. You yeah. know. See, a lot of times they don't understand that, and it's more of a, a issue where they don't respect your time. Uh, right. Yeah, so that's 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 a problem to me. And I'm but let, let me let me ask you this though. The black bottle, we get treated a lot of ways, and I ain't just saying that because it's us on here. The black bottle, we get treated a lot of ways, but uh uh the other people, you know, we we go in the 
restaurants and everything else. We tip them. I'm talking about the barbers. We tip other people. Right, right. And they figured that we got it. That's the reason why we tip. But we work for it. But my guys don't tip. And I got a I got a mixture of people, but my guys don't tip. That's why I go on and get my money from them before they get there. <laughs> you know, if they decide that they, gonna, <laughs> yeah, if, if they decide that they ain't gonna, I, I, I don't want to have to. Can can I move it? You better be counseling that joker now, because <laughs> yeah, that's a slot that somebody else can be in. Yeah. Now, if you decide that, uh, Ken, man, I missed it yesterday. Oh man, I understand that that same app that you. No, missed it on. You can go back on there and put it for next week. You know, <laughs> I can't. Be, I, I I gotta pay light bills, child support, man. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got time to play around, child, man. <laughs> no, no. You can't. That's, that's probably why them niggas don't want me working. They shop. You know. What I'm saying? <laughs> hey, 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 hey! Look, look at myself. Me tell tell Mert. I'm gonna start tipping. Hey, hey, man! Don't don't worry about it, man. No, I'll get you next time, man. You know what? Hey, hey, tell tell Marzo don't worry about it, man. I got him next time, man. Where Mark at, man? Hey, Why hey, you bring him on special guest too? Who decided hey. shops were gonna be closed on Sunday and Monday? No, for our time. Yeah, that was, yeah, we, yeah, we, <laughs> where we work on Saturday, where they work on Saturdays. That's no day. You said you work on Saturdays, too, don't you? Who? No. Kansas said he was off on Saturday. Can't, work on can't. no Saturday, man. Meet you know I don't work on no Saturday. What days you work? King got corporate hours, man. No, nah, nah, I do other stuff on Saturday. I do go to come listen home every other Saturday. Uh, maybe once a month or something. I go to come come this home and cut a few guys, do some house calls, stuff yeah, like that. You go to years, though, right? Yeah, no. Uh, I, I used to do that. I used to do it every Monday, but okay. you know, it, it's hard to do that and not get paid. And you going over there, and 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 you cutting ten to fifteen people head right. every two weeks, and you know, then you got uh, a white beautician that come in and she getting paid yeah. for doing, you know. So you know, I that's the reason why I cut that part out now. My older clients that I had for years that's in diversity care, stuff like that, I go and cut their hair for free. No, but uh, uh, I make a couple of house calls. So, shout out to Bruh Floyd, he's been with me since 1994. Floyd Dandridge, he uh, Brian Elin's granddaddy, he's been with me since 1994. Uh, I go cut his hair. Uh, he used to put so many cookies in the jar that, that he can get all he want out of it. It don't make no difference. Uh, uh, Robert Davis, you know, he's been, I go to his house, cut his hair. Charles Wright, you know, guys like that that's been around since 94, 95, stuff like that. You know, them the, them the people that you have to appreciate. Like Andy said one time before, you know, uh, people, Diamond, those we owe them that 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 final cut we owe them that you know because them the ones that help take care of our families help keep us afloat so i ain't got no problem with with 
cutting those guys hair because see it'd be the 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 young people now that we got a problem with tipping those old people weren't paying number five dollars but they were paying it every week right. every two weeks you know what i'm saying these guys might come to the barber shop and man how much haircut man go find another barber bro yeah, yeah. Hey, you got to ask for how much a haircut. I just don't want you. They, they write, I remember my mom. My mom used to write you a check. So did you? Probably are trying to write a check now. You know. <laughs> you guys know what this little uh, section right here done for me? While I'm sitting here quiet in my own zone, listening. What's that? Yeah, I really want to give up on bar. I really finished. I was trying to go another way. I mean, put your face on the screen, man, so we can see. But this right here kind of, you know, listen to Ken and Admin Misha say here talk, you know. You know it kind of give me a little feel again, you know? A rejuvenation. You get burned out. Yeah. yeah. And I believe I was at that point, just just burning out. And I really didn't care too much about going to the barbershop. I didn't cut my days back for three days. I, I cut off at 1 o'clock on Saturday. You know, mm-hmm. I just don't have the passion. But you know, just sitting here listening to this, and you know, it kind of kind of made me feel pretty good again. You know. So, well, you you're OG, Dennis. You yeah, honestly, and I ain't just saying that. You're OG. I don't mind being called OG, but I know I ain't the original. You know what I'm saying? Right. And you no, know, the original uh, a copy ain't bad. If you being copied from the original, you know what I'm saying? Duplicate ain't bad if you being duplicated from the original. Right. We are duplicates of the original. And it's the closest thing to Will Merrill. And we just we just the the saucer underneath the cup. You know, I don't mind being that because look how much better we than made our lives just through barbering, you know what I'm saying? Just through cutting hair, just through servicing people, opening our own shops and providing something for the community. Man, to me, I wouldn't trade that for nothing. No, I wouldn't trade that for nothing. I, I, and I have gotten burned out, but you gotta find your source of energy. See, I told Meech this one time before, when, then, when, uh, Joey came along and, and and it inspired me because I had somebody else to teach. When you ain't got nobody else to teach, uh, nobody you you feel like uh, I'm doing more, I'm spending more energy out than putting back in. And and I didn't rejuvenate myself. It's a, it's three levels of, of my my life that I started working on, and. That's my physical, my spiritual, and my financial, and and all that came through my journey of of, of cutting hair. No, now <clears throat> now I can say uh, I, I'm I'm pretty good with the finances, pretty good with the you know spirituality, getting better with my 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 physical appearance you know what i'm saying um 
in all of us because see we, we we stood up for years man we stood up for years i, I remember going in mr anderson's shop and seeing him cutting on the stool mr davis cutting on the stool one time but i understood now but you we got to keep our help too and they go for all y'all guys too you know the you know jermaine and eric and, and jordan when y'all get to our stage y'all gotta start now preparing for that stage in those three fields yeah. you know? and i'm pretty sure y'all y'all got more knowledge of than what we had you know like and say we was in the shop mr david run shop we were just cutting we didn't know nothing about no insurance and then we did you know we appeared and then here let it lapse and you know we ain't we care nothing about that uh, i'm gonna say this me and anthony had an opportunity and anthony no ain't lying about this uh for william Earl to borrow one million dollars you remember that anthony? yeah we had an opportunity william Earl said he was gonna borrow one million dollars we were gonna split it 333 333 and he was gonna get 334 thousand. this was in 19 what 95 anthony? 1995 i believe he left in 97 so yeah yeah and i said and you going to the meeting it was going to be uptown in the, in the uh restaurant after church sunday he said i want y'all to be here and said no nah, man i ain't going i ain't gonna do that so like a fool i'm following that i said well i ain't going either <laughs> you know <laughs> i rode through there when i rode through there i seen mr dave putting his briefcase on the on the table in the restaurant, meeting with a guy. I said, and Miss Davis met with that guy. I asked Mr. Davis, I said, did you meet with him? He said, were you there? <laughs> I, I said, no. He said, well, don't worry about it then. I don't know if he met with the guy or not, but I know Mr. Davis a millionaire to this day. <laughs> and, but you know, that, that all came with trial and error. If I probably would have got $333,000 in 1995, I'd probably be dead now, you know. Uh, but, you know, now y'all guys got a better opportunity. Or in jail. I probably would have been in jail. Dude, <laughs> but yeah, like, like, like Dennis said, he, he lose passion for it. I'm gonna tell you with me, it, it, it's easy to get burnt out and put so much into it. But a lot of times, if you surround yourself with somebody doing the same thing on a, a another level, you are if you network with somebody or go visit somebody else's shop and, and see that they doing stuff different from you, it'll kind of ignite a, a, a fire in you like, hey, man, yeah. I, I need to get yeah. back. So, uh, 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 the big part of it is, is who you surround yourself with. You, you right. got to have people around you that keep you motivated or talk to people on a, a regular basis that's going to motivate you to kind of keep that fire going, too. Yeah. And then, as, uh, FYI, when we was working on setting this up, just just so you know, uh, you was going to be a part of this. We wanted you to be a part of this. Okay. Now, it, it didn't work out the way we wanted it to because we wanted to bring you in and surprise meet your Ken and Anthony with you. But I'm glad it worked out the way it did because to your old long hair scam. But, uh, <laughs> but 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 I'm glad it worked out the way it did, man. Because you know, to your point, and we've heard this a couple times on different episodes. 
where people say they're losing passion for something or, you know, don't think about something or forget about something. And, and we bring we try to bring that back. So that's what this whole platform is about. You know, right. we, we want to be able to, to address things and talk about stuff that's cold water related. We're going to eventually expand, expand out, but we want to get flowers to y'all first because y'all were the ones who helped lay the foundation for us, whether you know it or not. You know, I want I want to I want to ask y'all something. Uh Jordan, Jermaine, Eric, see y'all guys, we we watch y'all. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We watch y'all. And now that y'all are doing this, are you doing what you want to do? You know what I'm saying? Y'all keeping a tight bond. Jermaine, uh are you you uh, you you in Hawaii? No, nah, I mean I just moved, just bought a house in Texas. I'm uh I mean, I'm still in the army. I retire in August, so I don't, okay. I'm about to do 20 years in the army in August. Dude, that's, that's, that's that's big, bro. See, yeah, you yeah. you are y'all already at at the OG stage. I say that you know y'all just ain't made it uh, to that age where we at. We we have centuries. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. But. Doing stuff, you too, y'all too. <laughs> but y'all doing the stuff that we didn't do. You know what I'm saying? Look, and y'all got better opportunities. You reaching out, y'all, y'all banding together and bringing other bands together. You know, that's a cylinder within a cylinder. Uh, it shows growth. It shows maturity. It shows manhood. And we need more men to just be men. I ain't saying you ain't gonna make no mistakes. You ain't gonna have no flaws. You ain't gonna have no disagreements. If if you've been listening to this, all of us had a problem with something the other one did, but we still stayed brothers. That's what y'all doing. And then y'all bringing cold water, you know, into cold water. Yeah, man, that's big, bro. Uh, no, that's big ups to all of y'all. Yeah, appreciate yeah, that. appreciate it. And, and to, I guess I I can start off to answer your question. Be honest with you. Um, you know, yeah, yeah, Max in, Max in the Army. You know, Jordan got a career. I got a career. But ultimately, what y'all are doing is what I want to do, the entrepreneur, the entrepreneurship style. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I done gained a lot of experience over the last few years working or whatever. But ultimately, from a work standpoint, I'm not doing what I want to do. But mm-hmm. I make money doing it, and I got responsibilities. You know, some of the same stuff y'all talked about. But the end goal is to have my own, to expand that branch out, similar to what y'all did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Same, same. Same here. Um, you know, uh, make make decent money. You know, but like this platform here is uh that that's really where my you know where my heart is. Uh, went to school for journalism, so I've always wanted to, you know, create some type of media, you know, platform. Right. And, you know, with these guys right here, uh, been talking about it for two or three years. And uh, they were just kind of like, hey, man, we with you, you know, go ahead, you know, let, let's do it. And uh, like I told them, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have done it no other way than us starting out by trying to, you know, honor where we come from, honor the people um, who, you know, helped raise us. You know, I looked up to and still do look up to all y'all, even with my dad, you know, being a barber, you know, being on the road, being gone. I, I feel like, you know, it. it at any point in time, I could come to any one of y'all and get mm-hmm. get whatever. But you know, your dad was my instructor in school. Yeah, yeah. Folks didn't know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know, 
when I was around Anthony, he he treated me just like Tony and Aiden. You know, and then you know, uh, Mitchell was my cousin, or is my cousin. So I was always Mitchell was cutting, Mitchell was cutting my hey, Mitchell was cutting my hair on the porch with a with a bath, my grandma's bath towel around my neck. I bet that nigga itch hand, boy. <laughs> so, but I mean, you know, it's just you know, this right here is is really you know what I get joy, you know, from wake up, go to work tomorrow. You know, we start working on you know the next episode because uh, this this is what is really about for me. And I was telling you know uh, Mr. Anthony the other day when we started this, a lot of folks thought we were just gonna get on here and clown. You know, yeah, right. there was gonna be something that. You know, they just only talking about folks and, and laughing and joking or whatever. But, you know, we just kept saying, like, you know, we're going to bring people on. We're going to highlight them. You know, we're going to let other people know all the good that comes out of cold water. Because everybody, cool. everybody, cool. everybody on here knows, you know, what's going on with the school and, and all of that. And so as we branch out, you know, DeSoto County, Texas, whatever, you know, you, hear, you always hear the bad. You know about about cold water, about what we do. Right. It's a small town, and uh, you know everywhere I go, I try to let people know. Like, I live in Horn Lake. I'm from Cold Water. Oh yeah, so, you know. But see, uh, Jermaine can kind of attest to this. See, Jermaine Roots is down west. Mm -hmm. I'm a DWD. I'm a down west dog. But I would just move to Cold Water. Uh, it's a difference. It's a difference type of uh uh charisma that's the word me and Michi used today when we was talking on the phone it's a different type of air it ain't arrogance but it's a different type of air and jermaine brand is arrogance you know what i'm saying arrogance it ain't it's a play on words but it's it's what's in inside of you even rich genes it, it it's got to be in your genes that's what cold water is and 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 for in in a nutshell, we come from different places. For as down west, in cold water, uh, east of east of uh of uh, uh, cold out water, east. out east or whatever you want to call it. But Tay County, the core of Tay County, is still been cold water forever. You know, and it's a difference in. They ain't saying nobody else is less. I'm saying saying we are different, bro. And 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 that's not shooting up no flowers on nobody or, or, or blowing smoke up nobody's tail. It's just who we are. Come to cold water, we can get into it with each other, but ain't nobody else gonna get into it with us. You see what I'm saying? We can talk about each other, but let somebody else say something about it. You know, yeah, but just like Bumblebee, you know what I'm saying? And I said, man, that's my classmate. You know, we gonna have jokes and all that, but we, at the end of the day, we love that nigga. We love each other. We got a different type of love. If we don't fool with each other, you just and I don't fool with them. But ain't nobody else gonna fool with them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's just the way we was brought up. Y'all inherited that. We inherited that. You know, and then them came up to to cold water, took over our town. <laughs> and, 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 look, and, and look what they blossomed out of it, though. You know what I'm saying? They blossomed David Bob shot. You know? Yeah, he David Bob shot. 
Say what now? I used to have to fight every week coming, man. All, all my buddies, everybody I'm friends with now, we had to fight because I didn't want to come to Cold War. My dad made me come to Cold War. Mm-hmm. Here's that. Well, we know why you, we know why them Cold War niggas won't whoop you. <laughs> <laughs> but that's another episode. <laughs> hey, 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 so for for the record too, we this is uh episode number 13. Yeah, officially episode number 13. We've had the most viewers live on this show, and we've been on here over three hours. And I'll be honest with you, don't even feel like it. So yeah, y'all done get some good insight, man. Some good detail, some good history. Um, Anthony, next time you cook me and hair, tell me we want we want to talk, man, because we want to know about the projects that he got going on the cold water. We want to highlight this stuff. I'm gonna tell give him, you a note. Tell him he got died my message. I already sent a message. <laughs> but he ain't, uh, he ain't gonna do that. You gotta catch him. <laughs> he gonna come on him. Yeah, man. We, but we 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 definitely he appreciate y'all. So and he always behind the scenes. You know how to get him on here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we uh we definitely appreciate y'all for coming on, man, and sharing those tidbits and you know, man, this this is uh this some good stuff, man. Should we should have well, did last month? We should have did last month. I know all the the other guys appreciate. That. I know I appreciate. It. Um, y'all just want y'all to keep on doing what y'all doing too. Right. Stay positive. Be 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 it. Somebody watching y'all, just like y'all were watching us, right. you know, and yeah. we were watching them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We appreciate y'all. Appreciate all them gems y'all dropped tonight, and uh, really showing that you can branch out and do your own thing and still be one mm-hmm. on the same community and in it show in its growth. Whether it was disagreements or not, y'all branched out, started. It. Started in one spot, branched out, all grown, and still can come and be civilized gentlemen and give back to the same community that y'all came from. So, uh, shout out to y'all for that. We appreciate y'all coming on. And Dennis, we adopted you, bro. So you you, you part of Cold Water too. Hey, I'm from down west, so they give me hell about it all the time. They say I'm from Acapulco, but it's still the same. It's all the same. <laughs> hey, um, uh, start start with the OG. Any last words before we uh before we get out of here, Mr. Davis? I don't know. I just appreciate appreciate the opportunity to come talk to me. Like you say, we give it all to my dad. Yeah. Yeah. Ken? yeah. I, I appreciate the uh the opportunity to tell what what inspired me. Uh you know, I, I can't get off of here without getting giving the props to the Mr. Davis and Anthony. Uh, I uh, got to give it to Coach Crowder, Coach Hankerson, all the uh, leaders in cold water. But not only that, the most of all, we got to give it to God. Because see, without God, it wouldn't have been a Mr. Davis. It wouldn't have been an Anthony Davis, Mitchell McClendon, or Dennis, or Ken Elkins. No. Uh, but when you say those names, Anthony Davis, Ken Elkins, Mitchie Clinton, you know, Dennis. We won't, when we die, somebody to be able to say something good about us. And this is a record. And I appreciate that opportunity, man. I thank God for y'all. Yeah. Appreciate you too. That's real. Dennis? 
I want to preach. Thank y'all for the opportunity, man, for um, holding this platform, man, inviting me. Um, it was it was it was real uh, helpful to me. Like you said, uh, I was about to get this thing up, mm. but I, I think I want to hang in there a little bit longer. Man, that's real, man. Man, that mean a lot. Yeah, yeah. Hey, 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 my bad. Meet you before you go. I know all y'all talk about the extra hours and stuff y'all was working and trying to cut back. And, you know, it's still some young barbers out there. I hadn't talked to Trail in a few weeks, but I know Trail's talking about like a barber in hair school. Man, we might need to make a connection with him, man. Get some of these young guys in y'all shops and kind of groom them. I sure need a couple of. <laughs> well, I ain't gonna be cutting them little long. <laughs> All of us say the same thing. We gonna be cutting it long. Still cutting. Still cutting. Yeah. Well, I, I hope Mitchie don't say that. Mitchie gonna go. Mitchie gonna go for you. change his mind every year. Hey, Mitchie been Mitchie been texting deals while we was on the phone. <laughs> Mitchie for the developer subdivision. What you talking about? <laughs> I want in, Mitchie. <laughs> Me, 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 me and Meech talk every every three months. Uh, yeah, man, ain't gonna be doing this long. I'm got something else to do it. Meech didn't know so houses, cars, t shirts. Every time he say he, he ain't gonna do it long, but he's still doing it. Yeah. I love <laughs> go, oh, yeah, Meech, my bad. My head cut you off. My bad. Oh, no, no. Once again, man, uh, second time on the show, man. I appreciate y'all inviting me. Uh, once again, uh, shout out to those guys. Uh, like I said, I was the youngest that came in in that that, that era, man. Uh, these guys actually mentored me and helped develop me into the guy I am today in a certain sense, uh, along with Mr. Davis, those conversations I had with him. But, uh, man, just, just thank y'all guys for the opportunity again. Uh, it's a blessing, man. It's a, it's a blessing. It is. It is. Yeah, definitely, man. We appreciate y'all, um, and uh, you know, just look forward to uh, you know chopping it up um, on down the road uh, to see how see what else we can do to keep you know trying to bring cold water and keep cold water together. So, whatever y'all decide to do, you know, y'all can count us in because you know it, it. I mean, it's 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 very short and few. That's gonna 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 say and do. Yeah, I believe Dennis. Oh yeah, Michi, Anthony. They they all gonna agree with me. If if you if you ask one of us, we gonna do what we say we gonna do. Yeah. No. So yeah. if y'all get something together, man, just they count the barbers in. Yes, sir. Yeah. All right, all y'all. So Mac Mac can get the girls out here, but before he do. Um, if y'all ain't filed them taxes yet, <laughs> if y'all ain't filed them taxes yet, y'all need to call, call Tony Jones, like Ken, who called well, he called that phone in and get yeah. the taxes done. So, uh, you know, the extension is not this year, I don't believe. So, April 15th, y'all got just over a month, get them taxes filed. So, uh, stop slipping, file them taxes. I all right, man. On that note, we're going to wrap this thing up, man. Sticks and stone may break my bones. Words will never hurt me. Till next time, appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all. Peace. Peace.
Appreciate it, fellas. All right, dog. See y'all. Yeah. Right back, right back. Yeah, I'm coming right back, right back, right back. Yeah, I'm coming right back. They want me to stop, so I'm coming right back. Yeah, I'm coming right uh, back. Almost at the top, so I'm coming right back. Yeah, I'm coming yeah. right back. I want to take a break, but I can't. I want to renew my vows in the bank. They say they happy for you, but they ain't. My mama would say, boy, tell them thanks. It's a celebration when we link. Tell them go and drop the ice cubes in my drink. In the car with the seatbelt on, but the straps on me, not a restraint. Keep the money coming like the complaints. Ten toes out the elbows from the ground with it like I'm doing a plank. No limit, I belong in the tank. Responsibility, come with the rank. Behind bars, I've been locked in like I'm locked in and I'm holding a shank. I'll fall out before I fall off. You better off waiting on me to faint. Yeah, I'm an artist, but if I had to spray something, believe me, it ain't gonna be paint. Walking this bitch like a saint, and I'm walking in the saints. Try to play me like a prank, pistol on my rifle.